In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Go shorty, shorty, go shorty, shorty, go. Go shorty, shorty, go shorty, shorty, go. A lot of bread, no sesame seeds. If I'm in your city, I'm sounding them tinkle bindies. I'm plotting on how I can take Cassie away from Diddy. The first one on my knob, yeah, they weather than the rain. I should both be here. Wake up, 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 wake up
the young money ship is never sinking. About to set it off in this bitch, Jada Pinkett. I shouldn't have drove. Tell me how I'm getting home. You too fine to be laying down in bed alone. I could teach you how to speak my language, Rosetta Stone. I swear this life is like the sweetest thing I've ever known. About to go thriller, Mike Jackson on these niggas. All I need is a fucking red jacket with some zippers. Super good smitho, a package of the swishers. I did it overnight, it couldn't happen any quicker. Y'all know them, well fucking me either. We'll point the biggest skeptic out, I make them a believer. It wouldn't be the first time I done it, throwing hundreds where I should be throwing ones. Bitch, I run it. What's up, folks? It's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. Uh, My voice is still rough. I just spent an hour and 30 minutes plus with Lex Nico doing a recap. And we actually talk about a lot of pop culture stuff about Kardashians episode two, which we're going to get into in a second. I'm just doing a, a quick hi, hello, let you know how I'm doing. I took my second COVID test today, still negative. Your boy's still negative, but I did that two hour podcast yesterday with summer house and all those pop culture stories just me and you and it it man it knocked my dick in the dirt <laughs> nobody else uh nobody else kind of does this podcast do they? nobody else's podcast they're saying hey it knocked my dick in the dirt maybe joe rogan's who knows um uh so i'm so sorry i'm behind on everything you guys because i was so out of it then i slept and and it was that uh, I think I I have some kind of flu or something. And I'm just I'm just worn down, and I, I was so worn out. I slept six hours during the day today. I had to wake up to do this interview thing, and I bear I don't even know how I got through that. And then I did, uh, and then I went back to sleep for like six hours. And if you know me, I don't really sleep during the daytime. Like I just. I don't, and I just have a rocking headache the whole. Anyways, I'm not complaining because we're gonna have a a great day today. We just, we, you, I'm telling you, even if you do or don't like the Kardashians, you are going to love this podcast. Lex Nico is amazing, so fun. I'm telling you, like somebody uh, wrote in one of the comments on today's Instagram post. Oh, which by the way, I am officially shadow banned on Instagram again because I don't know if I mentioned this yesterday because I posted, there was a, a girl at Coachella that we were walking in 
and she was holding up a sign of like, I quit my job and now I just sell feet pics. And I posted that on my Instagram stories thinking it was hysterical. Like I, I really, st- I still think it's funny. And I got shadow banned for that. So either somebody complained about that or they have some kind of like thing where you just, if they read, if the, the algorithm reads feet, they're like just shadow ban you. And what shadow ban is, it's really interesting and scary. Because what they do is they say they remove the post, but they they gave me that like two days after the fact I posted it. It like disappears in your stories. I didn't like put an actual post about it. But what it does, it's like, so it's like a faucet, right? Like Instagram and the algorithm puts your stuff in front of people's faces. So what, when you're shadow banned, it does, it turns off that faucet. So you can still post. And some of you guys, you'll be like, I still see you. Yeah. Like the people that follow me will still see me. Maybe not as much or your, your, my stories won't come up as often. Uh, but what it, what, how it really hurts is they don't put your stuff in front of new people. So the discovering of the account, uh, is, uh, pretty much just cut off. And you know, that's like, you know, boo hoo, uh, but it's a bummer because it, it's really such a good way to get people to know, uh, the podcast and me and all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, you don't make any money off of Instagram, but like I say, it's like a feeder system, I think into the podcast and a lot of these other exciting things. So if anybody out there that works for Instagram is listening, please unshadow ban me or just please publish your list of rules. Like, because listen, if I, if I knew, I shouldn't post a girl with a sign that says I sell feet pics. I wouldn't have posted it. Like, I mean, and I even contested it because you can hit a button where you can test it. And they're like, sorry, still, we still don't like you. And it's, uh, it's just sucks because then they take out, they take away your creator tools. So you can't do, uh, it's just, it it sucks because you just notice it. Like you go from like, people will randomly uh, find you and follow you. And then all of a sudden you just, that's cut off completely. So you just go from, you know, you'll usually gain like about 20 to 30 new followers. No, probably like 50 new followers a day, maybe less, but then you'll have people, you know, unfollow you every day a lot too. But now it just goes down to like two new people will follow you every day. Um, I, I know this sounds like completely bizarre to bitch about, but when it's your life, you're like, ah, it sucks because there's just no clear way to like figure it out. There's no clear way to, to figure out how to, to stop it. So if anybody does know, I'm always all ears for that. Please let me know. Um, and like I said, Instagram, if you will give me the rules, I will try to follow them. And I just think that sucks. Cause then you're just going to force me over on TikTok more. LOL. Um, so, I don't even know. How did we get? I'm so, I'm so sorry, you guys. I swear to God, I was so clear and focused on the podcast with Lex. Now I'm just kind of like, I'm, it's 12 o'clock at night and I'm so tired again and my voice hurts. So I'm going to get to that, but we cover a lot of stuff today. We cover the second episode of the Kardashians on Hulu. We also talk about streaming services in general. We have some really good, interesting conversations about Coachella this weekend, more about kind of influencers. I'm really fascinated with influencers lately. I'm really trying to figure out what it is that fascinates everybody about influencers. Uh, but Lex is a perfect person to talk to. If you don't know Lex Nico, why, what is wrong with you? You should. Uh, it's Lex Nico on Instagram and TikTok, and she does these really great TikToks I highly recommend, where she really takes you through entertainment news, and I geek out on that stuff. Um, so please, if you don't, go follow her. But she's somebody that I really enjoy working with, and I hopefully I'm going to continue to work with her because she's just really easy to work with, and she just kind of knows. It's like those 
like I grew up reading all of this stuff and just just consuming all of it, and I get the vibe that she's like that as well. So it's really exciting to recognize. You know, you're like, oh my god, you're kind of the same nerd that I am, except you just dress better and you're way younger, and you're a girl. There's so many differences actually when I think about it. Oh, and guys, I'm so sorry in advance. I know I have the sniffles, and I know that's a gross sound sometimes. I know. Please forgive me, please. Um, and uh, I'm I. I I, I just heard one of them. I just went and listened to this one part back and I heard the sniffle and I was like, damn you, dude, damn you. But you know, it is what it is. I was saying the Instagram thing was somebody left a comment of, I don't like, Oh, don't do the Kardashians. I don't want to hear about the Kardashians. And I just want to say like, I think, you know, I'm studying the Kardashians in a way I'm not kissing their ass. And I'm a lot of the times making fun of them and just how ridiculous this show is. So I think like reality shows or these Bravo shows, it's in that same vein of there's a lot of humor here. There's a lot of stuff (coughs) that we can laugh at together. So I would really recommend not skipping these shows. You do not have to watch the show to understand this at all. In fact, you probably will enjoy it more if you don't watch the show in just this. I watched the first episode of the Real Housewives of Orange County reunion. I'll be doing a recap on Friday about that. But, uh, (laughs) you know, what a mess. Man, that Noella, I mean, it's... It's more and more evident that she does not belong with that group of ladies at all. I mean, it's just a whole different lifestyle that I don't even know how we... (laughs) I don't even know how we made one season work. And that's not necessarily even a slam on Noella because <laughs> she's interesting, but it's, and she, you know, she got Heather's goat, but her actual life is so bizarre. And I don't even, it, it almost confuses me. Like I almost don't even know how you would portray it on a season of Real Housewives of Orange County, unless you recast the entire thing. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? So we'll talk about that. I'm still on day two of hearing that Real Housewives of New Jersey song they did the other night. And I just, I had nightmares consistently and constantly about that. Um, I am, I am just beat you guys. So we're going to get right into it, but it's an hour and a half. So I love that. I'm like, we're going to get right into it. It's not quick. This is a like, buckle up. You're going to be in for a little bit of a ride. Uh, like I said, Lex Nico, we recap the first uh, episode of, sorry, the second episode of the Card- <laughs> second episode of the Kardashians. Also, if I have not returned your email or something, I am just very disorganized this week, especially I have to get on back up, back on track. It, uh, it's just getting these shows out first and then, uh, we'll get, we'll get to that. And that's it. You guys, this is a, one of the worst intros I've ever done for a really good show. So, uh, trust me, listen to this. Here she is Lex Nico. Ladies and gentlemen, I am sort of back from the dead. Welcome back to so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey today. Uh, this is our second episode of the Kardashians on Hulu. I am covering the entire series and I couldn't do it by myself. And I wanted to pick who I trust with the Kardashians, who has a different point of view in a way, also is reputable, also is funny. I really, really uh, dig her. She's just amazing. You know her already. She's been on the show many times. She has one of the best TikToks out there. Really informative, really funny. I think I've started using the word girlies way too much. I shouldn't be doing that. I, it just doesn't fit for me. Uh, but let's just get into it because uh, my voice is thrashed. Lex Nico, welcome back to the show. Hi. <laughs> 
great intro. Thank you so much. And um, yes, hey, girly. Look at my little girly, <laughs> hey, girly paw. And then you do the cool thing with your fingers that I I have too I big know. of hands. I know. So I'm I like, can't. okay, girlies. Okay, girlies. <laughs> Let's get into it. How long did it take to develop a persona or has this always been you? Like, I, I really do think about that in terms of like going on. I just recently started TikTok and I'm like, who, who am I? Like, I really mm -hmm. like, how long has it taken you to kind of become yourself or this version of yourself, if that makes sense? You know what? That's such an interesting question because I think that I started trying to have a persona and this like this whole like, OK, girlies are like, OK, let's talk. Yeah. It's just like how I talk. And it's almost like now that's become the thing. And it's like I was trying to do something before and now I'm just doing what I normally do. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's Lex Nico. That's no, but I, I kind of dig that. Like the only <laughs> annoying thing that I found, I've many annoying things, but I keep going, mm -hmm. guys, guys. And I'm like, what the, what the hell am I doing? It's like scary. It's no, it's you know what? like Kendall Jenner did last week on the first episode. She was like, <laughs> guys, don't worry. I, I just had COVID. COVID. <laughs> I swear. What? Okay. Can we talk about, I know that was last week and you've talked about it, but like that to me was like some Ferris Bueller's day off Dude, camera. That's thing. exactly what I said. I said, right. What is but no, what's crazy, Lex, is that they, they did not use it this week because I thought they did that and they did the Courtney like, come mm -hmm. on, guys, let a girl be who she is. Like, yes, I, I was like, they use this kind of jump into like split frame, like or not split frame, but interrupt a scene to be like, you guys. And I've never seen Kendall be that energetic to the fact where I was like, oh, they must have like redirected her a thousand times. I and know. She was like, Screw it. I'll They're like doing the break the. the I feel like in that intro, um, that premiere episode, you know, in the, the trailer, how we had them like shattering the glass and they're like, we're going to break the fourth wall. <laughs> I feel like that was them like trying overkill to do yeah, that. And I'm like, yeah. maybe just stick to what we know and love. Thanks. <laughs> I do love that. Kendall did say, don't worry, you guys. I'll be back all season. And we did not see her at all this episode. At all. It was kind of like nice. Literally, we didn't see her or Kylie all episode just in the preview for next week. And they're together only. I wonder if the other, the other, uh, you know, Kim, Chloe, Kim, Chloe and Courtney ever get upset that it seems like Kylie and Kendall don't have to be in it as much or, or are they possessive over the show and don't want them to be in it as much? I think that they want them to be in it. You know, like I think Kim is very much of the, the mindset of like, this is a family thing. And so is Chris. But, you know, those girls are younger. They started out with less permission, like self-permission to do the show that I feel like they're probably just taking back some of that control. Like they were filming Keeping Up with the Kardashians when they were children, you know? So yeah. maybe now they're just like, y'all never even asked us if we wanted to do this and we don't want to fucking do it. Yeah, no, I mean, it is. And also, I mean, you know, I like that I act like Kendall's poor. Kendall's insanely rich herself, but Kylie legitimately doesn't need, like Kylie no. does not have to do this at all. In fact, none of them have to do this. And I, I was watching this week's episode and I kept thinking about that of, you know, because Chloe was talking about, you know, how much pressure it is now to even the go anxiety. on James Corden, the anxiety. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you legitimately, I guess my question as I get deeper into all of this stuff is like, well, then why do it? Like, why? What is it? Ego? Because it's not money anymore. So what what is possessing you to stay in this hurricane, especially when you're more sensitive to it than others? Mm -hmm. I think, honestly, like 
in looking at the previews and hearing them talk in interviews and essentially, look, I'm going to say it. I basically study the Kardashians at this you point. You do, no, actually, you do. You know? and that's why I kind of, no, and guys, <laughs> this is why I had her on because I kind of take a joking aspect of it. And, I, you know, I have to really defend myself a lot of the times because I get so many comments of like, I don't want to hear you talk about the Kardashians, but mm-hmm. you, you have to, if you love pop culture, because you they are to. doing so much of it. And it doesn't, I, I consider it more of a dissection of them. And I try to look at a humorous angle because it's not my reality at all. They're mm-hmm. on such a different path than they were even 20 seasons ago that it's got to even be bizarre for them. But I think you're ignorant if you don't pay attention to it. But I think there's a way to do it where we can really laugh and poke fun at it. But there's fascinating things if you love entertainment. And that's what I love about your TikTok is that you really do, you know, it's a, you know, you're, you're very funny, but you also make a point of this is what we're talking about. This is why we should be mm-hmm. concerned about it. This is what's happening. And this is why we're going to look out for in the future because they're nothing if not media masterminds, or at least Chris is in a way. Media masterminds. And to your point, it's like, you cannot talk about pop culture. You cannot talk about reality yes. TV. You cannot talk about celebrity culture now without like talking about the Kardashians. It's first of all, you would be ignorant not to. And it's just like, they've built this sort of, what is it like blueprint that we've never seen before. And they're, they're not stopping. They haven't stopped building it. It's evolving still. It's crazy. Well, just, I mean, we both were at different forms of Coachella this weekend and Mm -hmm. I really think, you know, and and it's getting pegged as, you know, influencer Cella or whatever. And they're responsible for that. They might not be what we consider quote unquote today's influencers because they've already been there, done that. And they are now on a whole nother echelon of fame. But to me, they created that mm-hmm. whole, like they created but you know all what? of this. Kim was still at Revolve Fest giving know, her interviews that crazy? to E. And that, to your point of Chloe, why would you still do this? Like they are, you know, it's get your fucking ass up and work. And they are a family <laughs> unit. So Kim is not out here going to be doing this all on her own, carrying the weight for the group and doing the show is cultural relevance. And they need to maintain that to be as famous as they have been. And as I said, continue to evolve that definition of fame. Like yeah. they have to do the show. It's, it's their core, you know, you know, influencing is, is not new to me. I'm aware of it, but I've never, I've never had like my influencer, like every, mm-hmm. every one of my girlfriends has like, that's my girl. That's my influencer. That's my, and I always kind of laugh out of it. Like I have my actor or I have my musician and yes. I just also, I'm older than most of my friends. So <laughs> Uh, of course I wouldn't know, but it is interesting. And I was, we, you know, me and uh, Sophie Ross, who I know, you mm-hmm. know, as well, and we're on the her best. show um, is, is we talk about, uh, we were talking about Tinks earlier and, mm-hmm. you know, she is another blueprint of somebody that's blowing up right now. And I know she's dealing with some firestorm that we talked about earlier this week, but it, it's, I, I've been trying to understand of like, what do I, cause I don't, I I personally don't get the tinks thing yet. I'm trying to like, yeah. I get you cause you give me information. <laughs> like I get like, no, you give me information. Like I like, I like, I like you. So I like seeing your day, but what to, what does influencing mean to you? Like, what does this mean? I mean, and even talking about the tinks example, I think it's just like, she gives the information to her audience. Her audience is not, you know, a you or I, her audience is like a high school girl, like a a Gen Z or younger, like Gen Z might even be too old. It's, it's very, the way she packages information is very snackable and consumable for that younger audience. So I think she is packaging information in the way, but for me, an influencer is like, to your point, the dissection, the discourse, like I love 
talking about pop culture. Like you and I both know this. We're like, let's get on a podcast and Kiki. Like I don't have to do any research because yeah. I'm always. Yeah. Like that's one of those it. things. I was like, uh, that, that's why I was like, oh, there was, there was like a, I, I think your, your plate is full, but there was a, a moment a couple of weeks ago or even the back. I was like, yeah, I just want to start another podcast with mm-hmm. Lex because it's so, it's so easy. It would be so easy. I to mean, just let's talk. do it. We but, could. but by the way, like you, you know, like, I think those are like people like us where we're genuinely excited about what we talk about. That's the exciting thing is that we could make conversation out of this to anybody because we love yes. this. I genuinely love this. I, I don't love know. it. Um, I absolutely I- love it. And like, I could again, and you know me, I'm not coming from a place of being an asshole or like tearing people down. No, you're down. very like, nice. You're very, I want to very- like talk about it and like, uh, in like a you know civil discourse kind of way. yeah like I don't I don't like I don't like the influencers where I feel like they're mean or they're too cool yep. for school and I think also there's like that change where you see people become that and uh, you know like I I just think that and hopefully if you get bigger and bigger you don't become that because I no, think that's where it's I don't dangerous think I could. um but you were out there in Coachella and you mentioned it, but you only went to the Soho house party. You didn't actually yes. go to the festival. Mm-hmm. You brought your dog, which I didn't even know that was legal. <laughs> I was like, we can bring our dogs out here. And what was your experience going to one of these influencer parties? I mean, okay. Like I've done Coachella and I would have gone this year, but I was very nervous knowing that it had been, you know, it hadn't happened for the last two years. So I was like, I'll go to a party, say hi to people, drive home, wake up in my own bed on Sunday. And I'm very happy with that decision. I think you did, right? You drove I home did. Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. And so the party was really fun. I mean, it was great to just like be out and see everybody happy and vibing and everything was good. But like, I just was like bored a little bit too. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, we I mean, drove keep- cat- no, 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 go, people, go, go. No, people keep asking about that. I'm like, like even going to the music festival there where Bethany Frankel, Deuce Cella. I'm like, how are you going to hate on? Like, I'm at the mm-hmm. festival. The festival itself, you see 100,000 people pretty much smiling. Where I mean, why are you going to? I don't care, like, what your outfit is. I don't care any of this. But everybody seems pretty happy. And isn't that the whole point of this whole, yes. like, sad existence sometimes is just to find those little bright spots that you have? And I get that there's a lot of douchey things about everything in this world, especially now. But, man, why can't we just say, okay, like, and also, why can't we just admit that I'd like that I'd like to go there? Like, you know, right. it'd be cool there's if I could go there one day. It. Like, yeah. there's nothing. Listen, at the end of the day, I can be like, oh, my God, it was bored or I was like a little bit bored and blah, blah. But I I literally drove my ass to Palm Springs and back for one day to say that I went and to check it out. Like, I'm definitely, <laughs> oh, you know, so I'm just like, but I'm yeah, I used to wait in line either. 24 hours. Like I used mm-hmm. to wait in line to see Star Wars movies overnight. Are you kidding me? Of course, I'm going to be doing shit like this. I want to do things that are exciting. Like, I want to do things exactly. that excite me. And I don't, you know, it's like, listen, I and I was fuck, I went in there so like I, I don't fit into any of my clothes anymore. You guys, like I, I had to fucking hang out with like I was around like Sheena and Sandoval and all those guys, all fucking like dressed to the nines. I'm like in my like Target knockoff shirt, and like you think I'm like pumped to be around anybody? Like I literally was like jumping out of pictures. Like people are jumping in, I'm like jumping like, oh. out. Like like any like, I'll come in half. Crew, I'll come in half. Oh, anytime that crew was taking a photo together, I literally you saw me like stage dive because I was like not gonna be like. Who's uh, that average guy right there in the Never. left? Like, you know? <laughs> Never, so, ever, ever. Why did you um, go to Revolve Fest? Okay, so literally we were like, we we thought about it and we talked about it and we were like, we could try to party hop or we could go to one party and just stay there. And on the drive up, our friends were like calling us. And then I ended up going to my girlfriend. Um, 
she was there with clients and she ended up wanting to come with us and not go to Coachella. So we went to her hotel because I brought her clothes to go to Soho. And like, it just was easier to go to one party, but we literally drove by the shuttle thing. And like, we were going to turn into it. You saw influencers dying. You saw them dying. I was just like, uh, I'm so glad we didn't do that for that time. And I had some (laughs) girlfriends that went that I saw last night because I went to a revolve event last (laughs) night and they were like, it was fine, but we got there early and yada, yada, yada. But like, I just, again, to your point, I would love to, I love Coachella. I love music festivals in general. Like I would go to see the music and have fun. I, as an influencer or like in any level of the term, like have no desire to go to Revolve to say, I went to Revolve to take photos in front of the little spinny ride thing. <laughs> like I want to go see my friends or I want to go to see the music. Like I I, I just well, can't do I, it. <laughs> I was saying like, if I had went to Revolve Fest, I would have been the only guy there like eating food. I'd have been like, can I get, <laughs> hey, can I get thirds? Can I get a, hey, can I get a doggy bag on this? I'd love to enjoy some of this later. Like it was, it's really funny that whole aspect of everything. But uh, there's so much good about it. I, that's what I saw. I saw you went to a Revolve Fest last night. Was mm-hmm. there murmurings about the Revolve uh, party not over the weekend? Not was a everybody... No, nothing. Nothing. And the only, like, it was just, you know, people hanging out. It was really good vibes. Everyone was, like, upbeat and having a good time. It was for TheraBody. So people are, like, using the little massage things on their face. <laughs> Fi, what's his name? Fi Kadra, oh, who's, like, isn't friend. Fi the guy Fi that, Kendall like, and Kylie's bestie. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. he was there. Um, so people were taking him around tour and he was the whole spectacle, but like, it was fun. It was great. But again, I'm like, I like going to those things. I saw a couple of friends. I was there for maybe 20 minutes. Really? Only 20 minutes. I can't, I, I just, I don't know what it is in me. Like I am such a homebody and those things I find really overwhelming socially. Like yeah, but I you always dress, you dressed up, you did your hair, your makeup. You only stayed for 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I went to another party after where my okay, like, okay. Real, real friends were. So I, I made a night of it, but like, I was just like, I don't have it. I don't have it in me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I always say this. I'm like, I'm only extroverted on the internet. Like, <laughs> so I was like mixing I mean, and mingling what, with all these people. Hell no. Well, well, that was the thing. Like, you know, the festival is all Saturday and then the whole Vanderpump crew had to go to the uh, neon carnival thing that Bull House mm-hmm. throws. And I was never so happy that I wasn't invited to something in my life because I was legitimately exhausted. And like, I will say like, I think Ariana and Tom, like they're already on a plane to Vegas to do some event there today. And I, I was like, and I know that like, this is like boohoo, but I mean, I really legitimately, like I'm dying. I don't know how you keep doing that. Like exactly. the fact that they have to keep going, it kind of seems weirdly miserable at a, at a point. Seriously. And again, my girlfriend who came to Soho with us, who was there with her clients, she literally left Soho house before we did to even drive back to LA. And she sent me a photo and she was like having a glass of red wine by a fire pit at her hotel, reading a book. And then she went to bed at (laughs) nine 30. And she's like, I know that this is like first world problems, but I just have no desire. Again, it comes down to like, like, I think for some of us, we're really fortunate that we have the opportunity to do these things, but it's like, at a certain point, you don't want to just go to say you did, you know? Yeah. I wonder if there's music festivals in heaven. That's really a random thought. Uh, but I mean, I wonder. Uh, I mean, I Jesus's I, DJ set? G- I'm ready. <laughs> Dude, surprise Jesus DJ set in the Sahara. He popped up. It was amazing. Like literally Insanity. popped up out of nowhere. Huge. Um, okay. So 
Moving on to the Kardashians, though, uh, I think we both have an interesting love of them uh, mm-hmm. for different reasons. I do want to bring up one thing before we get into the actual show, which I did. Guys, I got so many email, uh, emails today. Did I not or did I or did I not predict that we would get a vague variety article saying that it was the most watched episode in TV? Like you would get some really vague thing because Hulu doesn't release their numbers. Mm-hmm. And we got that today. And I was so happy that we got this was the supposedly the highest. Uh, the most viewed Hulu show, Hulu Disney show, excluding uh, all Marvel, all um, all Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, Star Wars. It was like excluding all of these things. So <laughs> excluding they, everything. Excluding except everything, the Kardashians. With, <laughs> everything with moving images. This is the most highest rated with five sisters in it uh, of all time. And I just thought that was so because I predicted that, you know, that's like one of the plays with it. it the good thing about streaming is that they don't release their numbers. Mm-hmm. Unless they they'll 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 put like some vague thing like the most minutes watched on a Tuesday or something, you know? Exactly. Um, I would be really you, curious how the what the views were or like what that premiere brought in compared to other shows on Hulu or just streaming yeah, in general. I mean, I think it's considered, of course, a success, but they've spent so much money promoting this. I mm-hmm. wonder what the investment is. I mean, I know what the investment is a little bit, but I wonder if Hulu is very happy right now, if they're ecstatic with the results. Because right now, like I think Hulu in this last year has popped up as a rival in streaming with the dropout. Uh, you got the uh, was the girl from the Plain- girl from Plainville. Yeah, like you got the really dropout. You got my personal favorite, How I Met Your Father. <laughs> I got to let you go. No, have a good vacation. What, what are you, you're the one watching how I met you. <laughs> I love that show. I love it. <laughs> I'm no, like, but I mean, please watch it, everyone. I remember, uh, well, I actually had to watch this show today. I wanted to tell you about on the Roku channel, which I didn't even know they had a channel. Uh-huh. It's called Swimming with Sharks. Yes. With Kieran. I went Sher- to the Sher- screen. Dude, Kieran and I- Ship- Ship- Shipka. Shipka. I'm interviewing uh, Kathleen Robertson, the the writer of the whole thing. She used to be on oh. 90210, and she what? plays Kieran Shirka's mom in it. And oh I was God. watching that today, and I was like, dude, this is like a big, I didn't know Roku was getting into this big yes. of a thing. Yes, and it was, so we like watched the first two episodes, and I think what was so, I, I have to watch it actually, you just reminded me, because it came out last Friday, I think, but like, um, it was really juicy and good, but what was funny was watching it now that I'm coming up on one year of living in LA. Cause they do make a lot of LA oh, and yeah. that whole entertainment world references. And like in the screening, people were like respectfully, not in like a rude way. They were like laughing at certain parts. Cause it's just one of those, like, it's funny. Cause it's true type yeah. thing. And it was yeah. great. We love it's it. very, it's very Demois centric in a yes. way. Like you, this is the universe that Demois live, not like herself lives in, but it's that kind of Demois world that we all live in, that we all kind of cite everybody at restaurants again and all of this stuff. Which by the way, you guys, she's on Demois After Dark, Demois podcast. Yes. Uh, which will be out uh, at this time already. So go listen to that. We love Dumois over here. Yes, um, I think do. I'm going to be on their podcast in a couple of weeks, but go listen to Lex there too. Um, the 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 last thing I wanted to mention, oh, yeah, sorry, with streaming, Netflix today, I don't know if you did a story on this already. I didn't, I didn't, um, but I saw it. So tell you need me to about do this. it. So they announced, so they, they had their stock reporting thing and they were 25% off on subscription numbers. They lost subscribers for the first time in so long the stock got hit by 25%, which overall valuation is insane. Like Reed Hastings, the head of Netflix, personally lost $647 million today uh, out of his stocks. 
um, which is so crazy. Now they announced you guys. Now this is huge. They announced that they are going to go ahead with commercials on Netflix. Now this is like big and this changes the whole game, not only for us, the consumer, because they keep raising their prices for us, Mm -hmm. but this is the first chink in the armor that we were waiting for with HBO Max dominating. You got Hulu, you got Roku channel, you got all of these streaming services. This is the first sign that it actually is working and people are taking down Netflix in a way to the point where they're like, we're going to now get added revenue by doing commercials, which they said they would never do. Mm -hmm. I find this fascinating in terms of entertainment. It just, it's right in everything that we pay attention to. You know, they were doing such big business because of the pandemic and because they, they were the only kid on the block for so long. But you got Disney Channel, you got all of this. And it's going to be interesting. The second part of it was that actors are going to have to strike again, because if you add commercials onto this, you better change your pay structure, Netflix, because your pay structure sucks. And really? you don't. Oh, Dude, I was on two episodes of Arrested Development, the one just shot for mm-hmm. Netflix. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I, you know, you got compared to what you get on network TV, you got paid like the, the residuals suck on Netflix. It's a total different deal with streaming. And if they add commercials onto that, you're going to have to renegotiate everybody's contract. I just don't Whoa. see that doing well. But like, what are your opinion on that? Because you follow all this stuff. I mean, okay. So I have always been of the opinion Nothing pissed. I'm going to have a little rant here. Okay. Yeah, Nothing please. pissed me off more when Netflix came out, when all of these little assholes were like, I'm cutting cable. I'm cutting cable. I don't need it. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's so expensive. I never cut cable. I never will cut cable. I love my TV, but I'm just like, now you're paying for 10 fucking streaming services. You're paying yeah. the same amount of money as cable. So to you, like screw off. So that was one thing personally that ticked me off. <laughs> but the second thing that's so crazy is like, what, what does happen from here? You know, like I, I you know, we were texting for this and I'm like, oh, I've got seven minutes. I got the Hulu commercials going. Da, 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 da. I don't even know if I can pay to have Hulu without commercials. Like you can, just, you can, I, that's, got I, I got it finished before you. Yeah. And that's what I didn't even realize. I was like, oh, she's watching it with commercials. Yes. And so I was just like, now there's like, what happens from here? There's going to be all these systems and all of these prices are going to raise. Like, are the like paramount pluses of the world even going to have a chance here? Like what, what happened? When is the last time you've seen a, like paramount plus and Apple TV are the two not worst streaming services in terms of their content. I like their content. It's just their advertising sucks. Mm-hmm. Apple TV is like, it's getting more and more fascinating where they're like, you know, I keep saying like, we dare you to find us. Like I went to <laughs> Apple TV the other night cause I wanted to start severance. And I looked at all of these shows that I had no idea with big name actors in them. I had no idea they existed. None. Huge names. And I actually like, I back Apple TV really hard. I love, Apple TV. I love Apple. Yeah. And they have such great shows, but again, you're right. It's like, are they paying millions and millions of dollars to make these shows and then just being like marketing zero dollars. I feel, I feel like, but I also feel like, is this some sort of tax write-off and they don't even care? Like, right? are they just making this for Tim Cook, just personal <laughs> enjoyment? Like, cause it doesn't even seem they want it to get out. It's like, it's like a hidden secret. I times. know. Seriously. It's like, choose your own adventure. That should be their slogan. Yeah. 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 How, oh, you found us. Well, I guess here's some Congratulations. shows here. Yeah. yeah. You, you found, yeah. By the way, there should be like a Da Vinci code to even find the app to like, um, okay. So 
uh, just pay attention to that, guys, in the next year. I think we're going to have some really Seriously. interesting things. Uh, and and I'm, paying I'm really, attention to prices, to prices. Well, you can't keep raising a dollar every six months, Netflix, and then Mm-mm. do that. Like, give you have to give back to the consumers at some point. And everybody seems content wise. Like, I'm so in love with HBO Max. I'm so like, I'm in, I'm, I'm in love. Like, I'd marry yeah. HBO Max <laughs> if that was legal. See, I love Hulu. I don't. Again, I don't know if it's because I just got it or I love like the variety. I love that I can watch the docu-series shows, my reality shows, my, again, How I Met Your Father shows and Abbott Elementary replays on there. And so I always watch that and I'm like, oh, I love Batman. The Batman just premiered on HBO Max Oh my goodness, I got the text. I got the text. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the Kardashians, what did you think? We could not stay on track. I know. What did you think (laughs) of the premiere? What did you think of the premiere episode coming back? The six, 16 minute long drone shot, mm-hmm. Kendall playing Dizzy. her musical bowls. Like, what did you think of all? And what did you think of the, the main storyline of Kim having potentially more sex tape out there with Ray J from 20 years ago? And that Saint finds it on an iPad with Roblox. What's your take on the first episode? I mean, I was pleasantly surprised. I don't know if I was expecting it to be exactly the same or like so amazing that I, my expectations, I was like, oh, I'm going to be let down. But like, I was pleasantly surprised. I, the, the drone thing made, made me really dizzy, but I get it. They got to set it up and they had money to burn. Sure. But like, I like how we are getting more long form storylines of the individual sisters. And they, I liked the one thing I did like from like a production standpoint was that you know, they've got their sort of like interviews in the camera where they're in full hair and makeup, but they also were doing them like in their backyard and here and there. Like I liked that it was different. And again, I think it comes down to that breaking the fourth wall, but I did enjoy that. But I also, I don't know why I was thinking that it wasn't going to be as good as it was, or as I found it. What did you think? I need to, I thought it was a very good first episode. I struggle with, and and I said to the audience last week, I almost struggle with this, but I know this is potentially some a me issue, is that I just don't believe anything anymore. I'm very, mm-hmm. um, uh, I just, I, I feel very jaded about reality shows and especially sometimes about Kardashians where I just kept thinking how convenient that the first time they convene as a family that Saint walks over an iPad that happens to have Kim's sex tape. And that actually turns out to be a storyline that we're going to see where we know Kanye eventually goes and gets a hard drive, supposedly like how weirdly convenient on the first day of shooting with the family. That's the heart. And and part of me is like, no, there's no way she would ever use saint of like, here's a prop. Come ask mommy why you see her. Like, there's just no way that would happen. Right. But then there's that horrible part in the back of my head because I study pop culture that I'm like, well, you know, they, it might've been real at one point and they're reenacting that reality, but I just keep going like, wow, what weird luck on the day that they all shot together, this happened, which touches off a whole other stream of events. Ryan, they listen. I think what you just said is the truth. If I, if I go back to being, you know, honest with myself, you know, I love my girls and I never want to talk ill of them, but like, that obviously the timing is too perfect. See, that's, I just don't get, I mean, like to me, that's the part I just keep coming back to is like, it, it, by the way, it looks real. I'm not saying it like saying, you know, I'm not saying anything like red false in terms of acting wise, but it just kept coming back to me of like, yo, like you spend all of this money 
and you don't necessarily know what a scene is going to be about going in. But with reality shows, we do know that they kind of know what the scene is going to be mm-hmm. about. Like even with Vanderpump Rules, uh, you know, when I talked to Sandoval, he knew that him and Schwartz had to confront Jax about cheating potentially on Faith. He, they didn't want to ask him, but they had to ask him. So they yes. knew going into that that they had to do that. But what the reaction is from Jax is real. What all, you know, so... I just, there's no part of, I just keep thinking like they but had can to I ask know you why, let me ask you, why would you think that they wouldn't involve the kids? Like we just talked about how Chris and Bruce and everybody brought in Kendall and Kylie at such a sure. young age. The kids have all been on the show. It's like, they're passing the baton. Like this is a working family. They're like, you're in this family it's, now. Hey, you listen. will reap the benefits. You're going to work. It's like Barnum and Bailey's. Yeah, you better get up your ass and work. Get your Saint. fucking ass up get and your work. Fucking ass. Hey, nothing is free, Saint. Those little <laughs> chips you're eating are not free. Uh, yeah, that little iPad. That uh, he had an iPad Pro. That iPad no. Pro is not free, Saint. No, but the the thought was just because it involved the sex tape itself. Like mm-hmm. there was something, and and I kind of thought like to bring the Kanye of it all into it. I kind of felt weird about it because I was like. Kanye kept ranting about like Chris and like things and being everything planned. And I'm like, dude, I just don't even imagine Kanye would be cool with that. Like, you're going to take my son and make him say, I got your mama's sex tape on Roblox. You're going to make him present that information. Something just didn't like, I don't know what to believe, you know? I know, but I think that's the point. Like, I think they want you to believe that this happened very organically, but I just do not. There's no part of me that to your point, like, They're at the family barbecue. Everyone's together. Vegan Kimberly is eating her chicken fingers and Saint walks in with the sex (laughs) tape on Roblox. Like that, I think, I think it was maybe this happened one day. She saw this and she was like, let's pull this in and talk about it. And Saint doesn't know what it is. So just like, be like, oh my God, Saint, you saw mommy on Roblox. Come back into the camera and tell us that you saw mommy. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I mean, there has to be something there. There just has to be. I do believe, of course, the SNL thing. Like, I do mm-hmm. believe they went into that season going, okay, what do we got? Okay, Kim got offered SNL. We're going to cover that. We got an engagement by Travis, which we actually Great. get to hear at the end of this episode. We're definitely covering that. So there was enough information. I think the Tristan thing was a surprise. So I don't know really what that gets covered. Mm-hmm. The other question I wanted to ask you, did you think any of last week's episode got re-edited where... Chloe goes, me and Tristan are just friends. We have not, no, we were just still friends. We're special friends because I feel like that was a re-edit to save her embarrassment because when they did film that, not that they were fully together, but they were definitely they were on together. Path, Hell you know? yes. I absolutely feel as though they probably like re-edited some of that or did some reshoots to tweak her narrative on their relationship. They were talking in that first episode about going to couples therapy. And like, you know, it sounded like they were like working on things. So it's just like, again, I think that Tristan, um, Mary, what's her name? Whatever the, the woman, the new baby mama, like that was a total surprise to Chloe and everybody. And I think Chloe's you know, trying no, to no, 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 it's that. not a surprise to everybody. Like we all expected true, it. True, like, I mean, true, it's not a surprise who it was. Oh, her name is Marley Nichols. Yes. Marley Nichols. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So I I thought that was the other thing that I was kind of curious if they re-edited it at all. Now this week we open up and I got to tell you, I did not think this week's episode was as great as last week's. I think, I mean, you know, I think it's that uh, they, they threw all this money in the first one. We didn't get any 30 minute drone shot, which I, Mm -hmm. I would have loved another complicated (laughs) drone shot through SNL. Oh my God. That would have been so good. Like it, I like would have beans, loved that. like Lauren Michaels <laughs> gets Lauren, taken yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what's going on here? Um, 
So, but SNL is involved this week. Um, and we start I mean, they're off- dragging this SNL thing out. I can't believe we're going on to S- episode three well, and she hasn't even stepped out on that stage. <laughs> But I do, let's see. So this is the interesting juxtaposition of this episode is that you have Kim going on SNL and Chloe going on James Corden and they treat them both kind of equally like their Nobel Peace Prize kind of award ceremony. They're like, we've never done something so intense in our lives. And the thing is, like, if I was ever to go on SNL, that would be legendary, huge. It would be such a personal, huge moment for me. But I think it's interesting to see how far this family has come is that now it's, they get just to do these weird victory laps but they're yes. actually also using it as content of like the hardest things they've ever done in their lives. So I think they sometimes run the risk of losing the audience because they're treating it with such importance. These things that are just kind of awards and trophies and victory laps of the privilege to host SNL, which is a personal one. Yeah. We all, yes. I thought Kim knocked it out of the flip and loved park. it, loved it. But at the same day, like all of us wake up and probably have, uh, some more intense, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like in terms of, yes, work. of course. But I also think for me in, in anticipating, cause I agree with you. I thought the premiere was really, really strong. And this episode was great. Listen, like it was fine. Like I, I got emotional. Like it really hurt me that Chloe has so much anxiety. It really made me sad when Mario started crying about uh, Kim being on SNL, like the whole proposal thing. But like, I just feel like to the point of them ending the show, they are so famous. They have whatever they want at their fingertips. Like, and to fabricate storylines and drama out of not, I don't, their lives are very hard and very busy. We just talked about like the scheduling of the Vanderpump people, like, but it's seemingly like not that trivial type of work, you know? So I think it's hard to get that connection of like, oh, I'm like really, really in this because it's kind of like, oh, we're like watching Chloe go on James Corden and I, I can empathize with you and having anxiety, but like, then you're clinking champagne, getting your hair and makeup done. Well, like, it's hard there, to There's to this them. element of, LOL, we're rich. Look at us. We're better. Mm-hmm. Like, there even is this moment where James Corden says, look at you, you're drinking champagne at 4 p.m. You've won. And I'm like, yes. that's, that's literally how you rich people look at all of us. Like we've won. And believe me, I want to win one day like James Corden mm-hmm. too. But at the same time, you don't put that on TV sometimes because it just looks overly privileged. And it doesn't mean they're bad people. It just is a different way of approaching things of like, you know, James Corden saying it of all people is hysterical because he's I like know. taking time out of his busy dancing on the L.A. streets uh, for, I for can't. videos. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever told you this. Like, I get so scared driving down Beverly Boulevard that I'm going to be caught <laughs> in one of his like sidewalk concerts. And then I did, Ryan. I got Wait, caught what? in the BTS one driving oh my to Amon. It was so scary. <laughs> all of these like fireworks were going up and they're doing a dance and I'm like it happened it's happening yeah every time you think you're in an accident in LA it's literally just James Corden filming something um we pick up from last week where they were all in Kim's closet which is still one of the scarier it's so austere like Mm -hmm. I know as a girl you probably think this is this is the end-all be-all but for me it just looks so cold and scary to me uh just from like you know what I'm saying it just looks like it looks I gotta really agree scary with, with all of the, the clothing laid out on the floor. I'm like, this looks like a morgue. And with her, even her, did you see that shot of her pantry with all the little mm-hmm. like, you know, which I, I know is another dream thing for a lot of people, but it looks weirdly like just 
antiseptic and like almost, I don't know. Like it just, I, I, I like it's dirt like too, too much. Maybe. Yeah. I yeah. I think it, it just doesn't, it doesn't look lived in. Right. It's almost like too modern or whatever. Yeah. And that's her taste and that's great. And it was her and Kanye, but like, yeah, it just cold is the best word to describe it. And they're all sitting there and it just looks like they're in like an empty stage room. Like it's just, it was very, it, yeah. very like strange. my closet. Is, I feel like she's one more billion dollars away from actually having companies like Frito-Lays package their material in the color of her pantry. Yes, like she's going totally. to disorder. Like, no, I want it in taupe. I want all of the Doritos in taupe, like cool ranch, all and of that they stuff would a in this color. Percent do yeah. It. A thousand um, percent. <laughs> we ended last week where Kim's on the phone with her lawyer. Like, how, 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 I'm going to sue you. I'm going to burn it all to the all fucking the ground. Yeah. Which is kind of a, to the ground. <laughs> a boss bitch moment. And you could Loved do that it. with your money. Right. Absolutely. Um, uh, so Chris and all the ladies are in the room. Courtney's on her phone as usual. Not even like Courtney. I don't even think realizes what's happening at all for the last 20 years. And she's just on her phone, probably sending nudes to Travis. Yeah. She's and, trying to figure out how to get back to Travis's lap for sure. Love yeah. it. <laughs> I do like Kim. I don't know if Kim truly believes this, but she keeps, she mentioned this last week in this, she goes, I did this 19 years ago when I was young, I had no money. I'm not going to be shamed. Da, da, da. And yeah. I kind of like this take on it because it has been 19 years, you know, and this was somebody that she was quote unquote in love with. Is there any kind of, you know, do you do you like this reframing of this for Kim of something she shouldn't be embarrassed by anymore? I do. And I think, you know, she says, like, I was 19 and I have to own it. And it was something that I did. And I think that accountability for me always goes a long way. I think the reframing going back, like, again, I'm going to keep drilling this point home. Like, she's like, I don't want my kids to see this or da 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 da. da. And it's like, she's framing the narrative around being a mom and her kids. And that's, I, I like, you know, I, I hear that and that's wonderful, but I also question, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's easier, but I'm just going to say it. Like, is it easier to frame it as like, I don't want my kids to see that and sort of like take back the power in that capacity versus like, oh, I just, I made a stupid mistake, you know? Also, I wouldn't want my kids to like hear that jam song she did or the like a lot of the seasons of the Kardashians. I don't even think I'd want my kids to see. But the sex tape, I mean, also, I think also what is so amazing about Kim Kardashian, if I would stick up for her for one second, is what she has done since. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the 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 prison reform, the set, like that stuff speaks volumes. Like sometimes I feel what was so nice about the Kardashians not doing a show for a minute, even though they didn't disappear anywhere at all, was that you got this, you know, you had the work speak for itself. You're, I was like, you know, you can't argue when people are getting freed from prison. Like that shuts people up real, you know, real, real fast. fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she went on this podcast, um, Kristen Bell. No, no, no. But oh. Kristen Bell, when they were off, off the show, Kristen Bell and um, Monica, who does armchair expert with Dax, So Kristen and Monica did like a side project called We Are Supported By, where they interviewed like female celebrities who were, you know, doing big things like Oprah, but they had Kim on and Kim, that was like an interview where Kim went into detail around the work that she's done with prison reform. And it was so fascinating to me because she's done even more cases and more work than she's spoken about and shared on her social media. And I had no way, like none of us know that. And 
Kristen yeah. Bell was like, I was doing some work with prison reform and I, I sent you a DM and she's like five minutes. You wrote me back and you said, yes, how can I help? And Kristen was like, wait, is that how just, I get her? Is that how I get her to respond? I think so. I Kim, think so. I, I want to talk about prison reform. Like, Kim is know, my lawyer. <laughs> well, I, I will say, I always say this about Chloe is that she does seem so insecure and it really, she seems mentally affected more than the rest mm-hmm. in certain ways, maybe Kindle a little bit as well, but I would suggest, like, I always think like, man, Chloe, like, what else do you like to do? Like, why don't you go like, learn how to be a writer? Why don't you go learn how to like, why, you know, like I've seen what strength it gives somebody like Kim and that she comes from an untouchable place is like, maybe you're just hanging back and like, it's amazing that you get to raise your daughter and stuff, but maybe do something out there that you don't need to promote, you know, that you can actually just put yourself into and put the focus on somebody else. So they're in the closet, you guys, and they are uh, just talking about the lawyer. She's like, I got to prepare for SNL and I've got to now fight this porn thing. And Chris, what a week. (laughs) I will say Chris. Yeah, we've all been there. You guys, Chris says, well, the best thing I could do is stay positive, stay calm and keep things moving. And she's like, I got to go, you guys, which I do. I'm like, sometimes I do wonder, like, we definitely don't see the real Chris Jenner. And we nope. don't see what she does because this bullshit of like, I got it. Well, I got to go. And mm-hmm. I'm like, where do you help, Chris? You just seem like you're like, well, got to keep it moving. Like, and she's always saying things like, keep a smile on your face. Stay positive. Oh my God, I know. And then did you see Chloe? And Chloe's like, um, we will be there for you for emotional support. Yes, that was right. I loved this. like Chloe she and Chris like- this week and Chloe calling, clapping back at her mom. <laughs> Because <laughs> we'll be here for and Chris is like, yeah, like that too. Sure. Like I'll be there for emotional support. My only hope though, is that once she leaves that room, Chris is on the phone with somebody of like, I will fucking gut mm-hmm. that person like a fucking fish. Like that's what I hope. In and I guarantee I just you she is. I guarantee you. Like, I mean, that is the one thing that has been said about Chris Jenner. How many times yeah. is that she is a shark? So oh, I, I don't strongly, know. I I mean, hopefully I don't ever get any bigger because I sometimes get scared of a meme that goes too far that gets back to, you know, like I like when memes do well, but I don't like when they do too well where it could potentially get to one Mm -hmm. of them. And that's like, I live in fear of that. Uh, But Chris says, I have a meeting, keep me posted. And, um, (laughs) and then there's shots of Malibu and we have these, they're like kind of the selling sunset songs Mm -hmm. where they're made just for the show, but they're kind of not as intense. So they're like breezy, breezy Malibu you know, and Courtney's there. And she's driving with Travis Travis, and they really want to see houses in Malibu because they currently live in two separate houses, but they'd like to explore the idea of living in one home. And they're in Travis's Ferrari and he's already like holding, he's already touching her everywhere. Seriously, and those she's two. like, she's like, we, we love our homes right now where, you know, where we live is really hard to beat. And we meet this guy named Tomer T O M E R who's a real estate agent. And I guess they're in now Bel Air. They were in Bel Air. Yes. Like, I don't know why they showed Malibu. And then all of a sudden we were in Bel Air. I know it was that like, I'm like, who edited this? This doesn't have continuity. <laughs> and it was a night. They're looking at a 1934 home that was built for a preeminent family with a pedigree look. Uh, and, you know, do you, I got shocked of Travis's light voice. Like, hey, baby, I know gonna, it's like, there's like a, not He's a so Michael Jackson ask, but tender. Yeah. It's very soft. Yeah, I, I like it. Though. Like I, I really like Travis and Courtney. I know. To get, I like the love. They're going through all the rooms, saying where all the kids could uh, live, and they're like, I could see us all laying on couches watching movies here. Courtney picks up whoever lives there, jean shorts, 
And he goes, put them on, babe. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, well, these are million dollar homes, you freak. Like, what? Oh, my God. First of all, your impressions are incredible. How are you jumping <laughs> yeah. to everybody's voice? Yeah. I feel like I'm back watching the scene. This but is yes. James Corden, baby. This is exactly what James <laughs> Corden would do. <laughs> it's just like, it's phenomenal, though, to me that like, it seems like Travis is a big kid a little bit, you know, like, put him on, babe. Da, 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 da. And it, at least he's nice, you know, at least I he's know. not. <laughs> You know, it's creepy, but at least he's he doesn't seem evil, which would be my big yes. pet peeve. But it's yeah, weird it's, because it's like doesn't seem gross. But it's also like I know rich people don't get boundaries anymore. And it's like mm-hmm. you are touching somebody else's short jean short. shorts. Yeah. So then they go outside in the backyard, you guys, <laughs> and they immediately go in front of the fire pit. And like it's like it's like like it looks like 3 p.m. It's like daylight. And he sits down and she immediately straddles him. The real estate agent feels uncomfortable. And of course. You guys, I'm not joking. He's like fully putting his hands, not just on the butt cheeks, but like digging his fingernails in where the poop comes out. Like he's like, Mm -hmm. he's going in there. He's like touching boobs. Like it's, it's, and she's not even flinching. flinching, not even flinching. It's like literally naturally they go to the open house. So they have to, you know, straddle and make out as they do. And I'm like, I'm happy for them. Yes. Like, oh my Courtney God. has yes. been through hell. Scott, like she deserves to get her finger. Us. She yes. deserves to get her butt fingered. She deserves. Yes. She deserves. But it. it's just like that poor real estate agent is literally like whistling around. Then he's, he's like, like okay. seeing a million dollar commission, and he's like, I guess I have to put up with this. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, people, people are upset about our Disneyland photo of us touching each other, and they do a shot of them at Disney World, which I would watch a whole show of people just upset watching them, yes. like make out. Um, but he goes, she's like, kissing and hugging is not a bad thing. I'm grateful. They can see a loving, our kids can see a loving, affectionate couple. They haven't seen that their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I totally, yeah, like that's cool. But, it, but also the thing that's weird is that they also don't take into account us, which they make their money <laughs> off of. And we have to see it too. It's like, yeah, man, I'm all for your kids seeing you guys like finger each other, all that's that positive. Shit. Yeah. Like summer house <laughs> it up, but like, I don't sometimes get like they sometimes don't realize they make their money off of like Mm -hmm. people like us. And that's the thing is that, of course, guys, it's like the same with Chloe. We're going to comment like because you make the money off of us. So we're going to then comment back. It's not like you just give us this quote unquote art and then we stay silent and say, thank you for the art, Chloe, you know. And again, it comes back to this thing of like the disconnect with the level of fame they have. I swear, yes. like, it's just like, they're not even thinking about us. Like they don't even have to think about us anymore. They do. But like right now at this particular moment in time, they do not. Let's just be real because they're fascinating. But like, that's just how on another level they are. And I get it that they just focus on their core life and their kids and everything. But again, it's this justification of everything coming down to how they are reflected and represented in the eyes of their children. And at a certain point, you have to kind of be like, y'all, are you sure that I want you to see a loving and affectionate relationship, but like (laughs) straddling each other with your butt hanging out? Like, again, that's great for you, but is that 
You know, that, I also the look. <laughs> I was pretty glad my parents stayed together, but I also never felt bad that I never saw them have sex mm-hmm. in front of me. Like I, mm-hmm. I never like felt like I got left out. I was like, I sure wish. Like my dad sometimes would come home from a business trip and he'd go honk honk to my mom's boobs, <laughs> and that made me uncomfortable. Like I know he loved her, but that that was like that made me uncomfortable. And I've never done a honk honk in my life to anybody, <laughs> but like I never needed Still time that. Ryan. dad if you're listening uh okay you guys we see a skate park and then we see rolls royce and chloe's in a rolls royce with uh malika i believe Mm -hmm. and she's like all the paps are coming to get me on the hill it made me so paranoid and all we see is like her say paranoid and we see her fingernails which are like eight feet long and i'm like whoa like it's like wolverine at this point i know (laughs) um and then they drive like they're they're driving over to kylie's house and I do like they all live kind of close to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. But I guess like it's still far enough. I don't know if Chloe currently lives or like at the time of this in the Hidden Hills yet, but I know she's moving next to Chris and they've been. Yeah, they built those houses where together. Kylie yeah. lives. What? OK, can I just pause for a sec? Because there was another thing that really tripped me out from a production standpoint. Please. I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but she's driving. She's driving like Chloe's driving. And then suddenly she gets the out of the seat. car. No, she gets out of the car. And there is this like 10 second slow motion walk. Yeah, no, I have that. I re- <laughs> no, I, what I just- was that? Like, who is taking these artistic <laughs> liberties on the show? And it, there's like this weird, like, the it's like a, a, a it goes, it goes fingers. like pop. And like, there's like a pop sound or like a slam, not the door slam, but there's a, a special effect sound. And it goes, and it's like, she looks beautiful. But it's one of those things where I feel like they assured them of like a hot camera technique Mm -hmm. to like, because basically you guys, this is a scene where they just went over to Kylie's to see some chicken eggs and they want, you know, they did a sexy camera. They didn't need, I don't know. It was so bizarre. So they go and see (laughs) Kylie's chicken coop in the back. I had no idea. I didn't. She, Kylie actually has an arrow one outside in her backyard. So, (laughs) um, but it's just very, this is just different. It's like, it's rarefied air. You guys, we will never experience a chicken coop in our backyards. I mean, I have a lot of farmers that listen, I'm sure, but, um, and, uh, then, then Malika and Chloe have this weird conversation about God, like, like God made chickens and chicken made eggs. And and I was just like, I, I know it's 420 and I, I, I did not smoke weed at all today, but this would have just blown my mind of being around Malika and Chloe talking about God and chicken and eggs and stuff. But this Um, is the thing too, that I'm saying that, Like this episode gave me more of a later seasons, like final seasons of the keeping up with the Kardashians, where it was like they were just filling time. Yeah. Like that conversation felt like they were just trying to fill the time. And that imagine how many really, truly interesting things they could be talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, imagine if they really. I don't, you know, but like just the minutia, like I could, I would watch a whole series just on them going over their calendars for the month. Like if Chris uses a different magic marker for each girl, like I use pink for Kylie. I use like, it was just the minutia of keeping like, okay, we gotta, we gotta order security now. Like I would love to know the operational Mm -hmm. behind this Same, uh, because sometimes it's like, this is cool to look at, I guess, but like, what's the meat of these scenes? And there's really not. So Chloe gets Kylie on the phone. She's like, me and Malika are in your backyard. What do you want me to pick up? And she gets full body tackled at this point by security. No, uh, <laughs> I did wonder like, where is Kylie's security? If like, you all of a sudden you're just in her randomly in her backyard. Right. Chloe- and like, again, Kylie can't come out for the episode. So we'll just go to her house. <laughs> 
And this is my new newest big pet peeve when they, this is the, I call it the Lisa Vanderpump where the cast members in a scene with Lisa and they have to explain what just happened on the episode before. And Chloe's like the other night, me, Kim, Courtney, and mom were in Kim's closet and there might be more Kim sex tape, the footage. And, um, and you know, SNL's coming up and Malika says, she's got to block the noise. And I'm like, <laughs> Malika's right. She does. She has to block the noise. You know, she did it. She did it. Malika solved it. And Chloe says, Kim's doing great. She does not fail. And she only does things if she can do them 100%, which I totally believe as well. And I do then they're like, that. Scott's going to come to SNL and because uh, Travis isn't going to go. And then we find out for the first time, Chloe is also has a huge monumentous thing happening. She's going to be on James Corden as a guest. And she has anxiety. She's like, not for the interview. I love the interview. It's the aftermath of the yep. interview of people on social media, like me commenting, the trolls, everybody is so critical. And yes, man, like, and I, I do like, Chloe, please never pay attention to me. Like you represent something more than who you actually probably are. I don't know that person. I just know the person that's been represented and all of this stuff. And I make my jokes. Uh, I don't know, but it, it's, you know, this is all about this, but we've seen Chloe say this many seasons. I, I know. Think. And that's the thing, right? I mean, I again, like Chloe has been saying this consistently, but I just feel like they are all in this together and there's no way that like she can leave the Kardashian factory. Like if she was like, I'm not going to do the show, like what would like what would she do? Nurtech? Nobody gets out. Nobody gets out of the family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know how much big of a headache I get when I try to get out of my family? Nurtech helps, you know, like what would she do? And like, yes, she has good American, which is crushing it. And it's great product. Also, I actually do really back it. But like, is she is she really involved in the day to day of that business? Or is she more of like a Jennifer Aniston for vital proteins? You know, like that's what I'm so curious about. Wait, You're telling me Jennifer Aniston doesn't (laughs) make the dry eye formula that she sells for her dry eyes. She does um, not. She does not. She's, you know, Jennifer she, Aniston, Avino. She's yeah. too busy with Avino. Or Jennifer Aniston. She has dry skin, dry eyes, <laughs> needs water. She's needs constantly dry everywhere. <laughs> um, but Chloe says, I think I've gotten to the point where it's safer to stay home. It's like you're gaslighting yourself going out. I thought I was having a heart attack today. And Malika said, this is all very real, but you know, you know, you can't, you can't run away, make this your life, but you know, you got to stand up for yourself and, Chloe's like saying the mantras like fuck the haters and tune them out. That's great. But obviously it's easier said than done. And she does let on one little thing. She goes, Chris gave me a beta blocker. So I'm good. This is my part I find fascinating because I take beta blockers for big auditions and they, I have like a shaky right hand when I get nervous and um, I always sweat a lot, but uh, the beta blockers calm you down. They, they make you still. Okay, I didn't know what they were. I was like, I was doing a recap for TikTok and I was like, do I need beta blockers? Like, why do they keep talking about these things? So what they- it's not like, it's not a fun draw. It's not something like, woo. Like it just stills, it stills your heart rate. Um, so you're not, you might be nervous in your thoughts, but you're not nervous. Your body's not exhibiting nerves. Oh my uh, God. So, I need this. Yeah. You know what? Next time I, if I, we ever bump, I'll give you one just to try it because it's, Thank you. it's not, but it's not anything addictive and it's not anything where you're like, 
Ooh, no, but like if I had to do locker. like a public speaking for work, I, I, you know, again, I get shaky hands yeah. sometimes. So it would just like my hands wouldn't shake yep. even You're, if I it, was. It, you would, you would still feel like they, yes. you know, the, but you they know, wouldn't actually shake. be shaking. Yeah. Oh my so, God. That's amazing. She's like, Chris gave me a beta block earlier. So I'm good. Which I just love the thought of Chris Jenner being a doctor feel good of like of pumping her daughters full of drugs of like, what do you need? Do you need to feel up today? Chloe, what do you need? I got that's everything. Why she's so happy and optimistic <laughs> all the time. <laughs> So you guys, now we take a, uh, you know, a 3000 mile drone shot to New York. We're all of a sudden in the big apple, Chris Appleton, uh, the hair guy ha- picks a gray hair out of Kim's head, which by the way, I was like, dude, where do you drop Kim's hairs? Like we could get that and like use the DNA. Oh my God. I like, know. Do you, is that part of the job too, to pick up all the hairs that go on the floor because you could sell those? What am Absolutely. I, I don't, I mean, he probably is like under an this. NDA where he has to like, you'd, have you ever heard of like the whole, like. Jay-Z, I don't know if it was Jay-Z or whoever. It's like somebody sleeps with the girl and then someone comes in and takes the condom. (laughs) No, that's Drake. That's Drake. Drake, Drake. Drake, Sorry. And then then Greg was putting hot sauce in the condoms. Yeah, yeah. it's probably like somebody takes the hair, lights it on fire so nobody Uh, can sell it. (laughs) Talk about your bad part-time job, Drake's condom guy. You know, you're coming in post-coitus, you know, and you're like, hey, it's just me, Randy. Just grabbing the condom. It's like, no problem. I already did the hot sauce for you, man. (laughs) Yeah. Seems like everybody's having fun, huh? Uh, you guys watching uh, Euphoria? Um, so it says four days, 12 hours. By the way, by the way, I just want to point out, Lex is going on vacation tomorrow. She, We're doing this at 11 o'clock at night. She is such a champ. And I'm so sorry. That's why I'm going so fast because I don't want to keep don't you be, up. Oh, there. no, no. My God, um, I'm having fun. Let's okay, now I'm going to Well, I'm gonna slow down like slow Johnny down. Depp at his slow trial. Slow down. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, Amber said that I was a, a monster. Uh, which, by the way, you, we got to do a whole nother thing on that. I Four, know. Wait, are you wait, real quick, though? Are you is this is this changing your opinion of anything at all with yes. the Amber Johnny stuff? Yeah, like it's it's I'm it's so confused. I'm like so I, confused. Yeah. I'm like, I really was like, Johnny is a monster. It's very cut and dry. And now I'm confused. And now I'm like, can the judge maybe just net out that maybe they're both kind of horrible awful. people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, well, I was talking about this yesterday. I was like, some people just, it's like, we just aren't meant to be, we bring out mm-hmm. the worst in people, you know, it's like Correct. sometimes it happens. They're toxic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, you know, Tristan and Chloe. No, anyway, so four days, 12 hours till SNL. Uh, Kim is getting her hair done, calls North on FaceTime. And she's like, are you excited? And North's like, yeah, try not to go. Ah, mm-hmm. on the opening monologue. And she's like, okay, bye. Okay, bye. I like North is not phased or affected by anything. Hell no. North is not phased or affected. North is Kanye 2.0 to a T. Early TikTok days, I made a like video and I was like, North actually might be like, she scared me of all the celeb kids because I feel like she would sit there and judge me and tear like she would, you know, make me feel Chloe Kardashian oh, levels of dude, anxiety. Do you so remember that photo when she was a kid of her, like her initial kind of like a bait of her looking back and sneering? Yes. And yes. I, like she, and she like, bullied no me pictures. in that photo. Yes. Oh, that, she would bully the hell out of me. Like, I don't know. Um, but also I wonder though now is like if North got to audition to be the Roblox girl and Saint got it over. Like, okay, now in this audition, you're going to bring mommy the iPad and say that you see her face on a Roblox ad. And I wonder if Saint did it better than North or North even got to audition for that. Oh, North probably was like, I'm not doing that. North doesn't get out of bed for less than $10,000 a day. North is like, is this a a Screen Actors Guild production? Like I'm union. (laughs) So uh, 
Um, Kim's like, people don't realize how insane SNL is, you know, Monday meetings, Tuesday, sketch pitches, Wednesday, table read. We read over 40 sketches, Thursday's pre-tape Friday's 5. AM and Saturday's showtime. It's a machine. Now I have a client that I coach that is actively on SNL and it is, I mean, and also I'm just a huge, not SNL fan, but it's just part of my, uh, my dad made me watch every episode. So I still watch, even if I don't like it, which I, a lot of the times don't, I uh, still watch every watch episode, every, every episode. I went to the SNL museum in Chicago where they like take you through the week. It was crazy. It was so cool. Where oh, but like, this is really it. Like you really stay yes. up all night and then like they will just be there in their offices. And one time I got to go uh, and I watched the Tom Hanks one uh, with Lady Gaga when they did. Oh David my S. Pumpkins. And you were there. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, what a night to be there. And it was when it was right before the election. So Alec was walking around and mm-hmm. uh, we went up to the offices, which is on a different floor. Where, and I got to see all I got to see like Sandler and Farley's writing room and all of this stuff. And it's guys, it's like a really shitty like it's like just your normal everyday average office. But you're just like you're walking through history, you know, Oh my God, like, this yes. was Belushi where he would be, you know, it was just wild. Um, you know, that's my dream, like my number one life dream of pop culture is to go to a taping of SNL. Like I was supposed to get tickets this, uh, this season. And I just never, uh, ended up happening. And I, I, I always feel bad pushing. Like once I get, you know, like then I feel bad for like follow-up of like, you know, it's sometimes somebody saying yes to something is the bit. Yeah. Something, well, sometimes just the yes at the beginning is great. Like I don't even need to do it. Like sometimes like even with podcast guests, they will be like, you want to do it? They'll be yes. And I'll be like, cool. I'll never talk to you again. Like I just wanted the yes, you know, um, needed that validation, Ryan. (laughs) She's in the makeup chair at SNL. Chris calls and, uh, Kim's like, did you find out who that blogger that was going to leak, which who would, this wasn't to do with a sex tape. Was it? I don't know. Like, I don't know who, because this like, wouldn't have been Hollywood unlocked or this, that, that was later on. I don't yeah. know who this would be a block. Like I, I, yeah, I, I actually don't know, but I love that Chris is on blogger patrol mm-hmm. and then Chris does it like, well, honey, just don't put your energy there. This too shall pass. And I'm like, yo, you're getting 15%. You better do a little better than that. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Guys, now is the part of the show that I love. We get to talk about our sponsors. And today we have a new sponsor with us. It is our good friends over at Rothy's. Um, Now, I want to say that they sent me one of the most beautiful pairs of shoes this past week. I got to choose a pair of shoes from Rothy's. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I had heard of them, and I was like, no way. They are a sponsor, and I could. it was so hard to pick. I got to pick one pair of shoes, and I wanted like six of them. And then I find out that these guys are all about making the world a better place by making sustainable shoes uh, in this day of like climate change, plastic pollution, and uh, Earth Day is coming up. And I, I actually, I was laughing when I was reading the copy because I don't know if you guys know this, but when I was in junior high, I played a little character called Earth Man because Earth Day is, I believe, April 20th. And I was Earth Man, and I got to wear a cape, and it was very exciting. <laughs> so they say April is Earth Month, and that means a lot of us are giving a little extra thought to how we treat the planet, or at least I hope you guys are. Everybody wants to help out, but it's hard to know where to start. Problems like climate change and plastic pollution can feel totally overwhelming, especially when you don't see a clear way to make an impact. Now, Rothy's believes that even the biggest challenges can be tackled one step at a time. They make the most comfortable, stylish, and durable shoes and daily essentials all from recycled plastic. Can you believe that? I have a pair of these shoes and it is beautiful. And I was like, this is made from recycled plastic? I was like, we can make anything. from. Then why are we not making cars from recycled plastic? Um, so... Everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into all of their products. Plus, Rothy shoes, bags, and other essential. Oh, by the way, they, they also sell bags. I didn't get a bag, but it was like I wanted it so bad. And our, like, so Rothy's shoes, bags, and other essentials are made with less wasted fabric and they're designed to be durable and washable for a stylish fit that lasts. The clothes you wear every day shouldn't just look great. They should make you feel great. And that's exactly how you feel knowing your Rothy's helped keep ocean-bound plastic out of the water. Um, so they asked me to like talk about my favorite thing about the Rothy's. And I'm just like, well, it's a beautiful pair of shoes. But it truly is. And the fact that you're actually helping, you know, Mother Earth, that's amazing. But the sustainability is amazing. So, you know, they do this from... Like I said, single-use water bottles, algae-based foam, and ocean-bound plastic, and uses other sustainable practices to create better shoes with less waste. The comfort is amazing. My my, I felt like Cinderella. It was just you slipped it on. It felt great. The washability. I haven't washed it yet, but they tell me that it's very washable. And the durability. I can't wait. I should have worn these to Coachella because they would have held up. I have a feeling. So you guys. When you're wearing Rothy's, your footprint feels lighter than ever. So get $20 off your first purchase today at rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com forward slash so bad. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash so bad. And now back for the remaining portion of our show. Hi, Chris. 
You know, Chris is like managing so many personalities. I feel like to to what you said is like she tries to keep everybody. She's like a human beta blocker. And then behind the <laughs> scenes, she's literally like ripping assholes <laughs> left, right and center. <laughs> I like has Chris ever taken on a non Kardashian client? Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know. I think she was doing Addison Ray for a bit. Um, uh, okay. remember when Addison ex- and Courtney were really good friends? Yeah. Weren't they supposed but to have a show on something? The Rays? They, they had living, uh, living it up Lopez on YouTube. I didn't make <sighs> it past the first episode. Wait, yes. living it up Lopez, but isn't her last name Ray? Her stepdad is Lopez. So her Wait, that's family- dumb as hell. Like I don't no, know her dad. Keeping up dad with the George Kardashians. Lopez? No, he's just okay. like a guy living up Lopez. Keep it up with the card. I feel like they're everyone's trying to do that blueprint, like the Dixie D'Amelio family. Yeah, I saw the first that. episode of that and I was like horrified because there's one scene where the girl is just sobbing and her parents let this go down or the camera's just filming her sob uncontrollably. And I was like, this is like gnarly. Like, this is so wild. It's crazy. Because kids, how do you explain fame to them of like, yeah, what you're getting made fun of is because people don't think you're talented enough to actually deserve this because we all grew up with different um, a different definition of fame where it was for music, acting, it was for uh, a, baton a twirling, a skill. Talent, you know? yeah. yeah. But again, is that not the Kardashian blueprint that everyone exactly. is now trying to recreate? Yeah, no, you're right. Um, so she lets her mom know um, that she's going to meet Amy Schumer and Amy Schumer is the most supportive. She's the funniest. She's going to go to her place for girl pep talk and advice. And uh, it's uh, Tracy Romulus is there. Uh, mm-hmm. And she asks Kim, what's the deal with Kanye? Is he coming? And Kim's like, he took a commercial flight coach. He sat next to the bathroom just so we could get here. He's got no sleep. And I'm like, Yo, like, like I need to, if, if, if anybody, that, <laughs> I would love to talk to the person right next to Kanye on that flight, please. <laughs> could you imagine the person on coach that thinks they're got like, they're already by the bathroom. They got the last seat on the plane. And then you've got a Kanye that has not slept for 24 hours, like sitting probably like in he, the mask. He's probably Remember? coming from LA five and a half hour flight. Or what if he's just in one of his talking jags and like the whole time Kanye's literally just talking to you about like everything. I don't know what would be worse. I uh, sometimes on a plane, I can't handle those talkers, oh, but sometimes I, I am the talker. <laughs> see, I've never been brave enough to talk to somebody on a plane. Like I'm just, I just can't do it. Um, okay. So I just love the thought of this though. And also like, like Kim, I know this is like, we're, it seems like this is the part where Kanye's really trying to get her back. Or it seems like mm-hmm. that if he's like traveling across without sleep, but also I think what's really romantic, I would imagine for Kim is for Kanye to be a, well-rested Kanye coming into SNL, not a no sleep Kanye coming in. You I know. know. Oh gosh. Um, I, that whole, I mean, again, that whole thing where she's like, he flew coach blah, and everyone's like, wow, <laughs> he really loves you. <laughs> <laughs> but he like flew, to them, that's true. That is their flew, reality. He flew spirit. Okay. I'll take him back. I'll take him back. <laughs> um, so, uh, 
she goes, but I set serious boundaries, separate hotels. Uh, you know, I made it clear with him and we said super drama free is the vibe this week. And since Kanye taught the Kardashians the word vibe, mm-hmm. you know, it means something. But also this is the week that she kisses Pete for the supposed first time, even though now from the Not Skinny, Not Fat interview, we know that they have met before at the Met Gala. Yes. Um, so who knows what the heck another And he was shopping around for her phone number. Yeah, which by, which by the way, how ballsy is that? Shopping around for Kim's phone, like Pete's really got big dick energy of like I know how, like, because dude, she wasn't ballsy. divorced, right? Like yeah, they were separated, know, but they weren't divorced. We all grew up with Kanye. You think that's just cool to be shopping? Like that's ballsy. Hell as hell. no! You've been hanging out with Machine Gun Kelly too long, man. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, he said Kanye didn't sleep so he could meet up with Dave Chappelle and go over jokes. Dave introduced us to Michelle Wolf. She's so funny. Who's a stand-up comedian. She's like, I we're on this text thread with the monologue for Saturday night live, which that's another thing I would just give me, give me the text thread. Let me read the text thread. Like that seems like the most insane text thread that could possibly happen. I would pay to buy that book to just read a printout of those texts. Uh, Yeah. By the way, Chris, if you're listening, I would pay $30 American (laughs) for those texts. Like just point blank. This is what like Pam and Tommy people paying for that. (laughs) I pay for these texts. Um, We got to Chloe. Malika's like, how are you feeling with Tristan leaving for basketball? And she's like, you know, his whole world's here in LA. So it's a tough thing. I'm like, don't worry. He'll find a way to make it okay for him. Is it? Is it? His whole world world isn't here. He'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, they're on their way to James Corden. Malika's coming for uh, emotional support. And they're like, you remember last time you were there? He asked you insane questions and may you eat weird things like an eyeball. And she's like, I'm not doing that this time. And she's like, today, the paparazzi was already heckling me. And it's just so deteriorating. And and that's when I wrote, like, maybe just get out, dog. Like, maybe this, like, maybe get out. I know. Like, and that's the thing, right? Like. We literally, you know what? I can empathize not to the same caliber, but I know with like, I know what she's referencing when she's talking about social media changing, because I genuinely have said this all of the time, like with like this new TikTok culture that happened throughout quarantine, like these comments and these kids are fucking nasty in their comments. And we know, like, I'm sure you and I know some without naming names of these influencers who got on TikTok and just started dragging people <laughs> to build followers. So it's like, those are the people that they're referencing more than a you or I, you know, but I just like, I can not understand how, if she's feeling that way for me, it's like, if I get down with some of these who cares comments, nobody cares. I, I get off of TikTok for a week, two weeks, a month. Like, like you said, just get away. Like, why I, I enjoy that? I enjoy this, but also I would like to think, and I guess I would be wrong, is like if I had a couple million in the bank, I would like to think that I wouldn't need any of this shit. And it really makes me sad seeing this stuff because you realize it still is so Not relevant enough. in their lives. Like it never mm-hmm. goes away. So, like, why are we? I thought we were working to get the money so you could stay off this shit and you're caring more than ever. Um, and she also says, um, you know, Malika's given her words of advice, you know, tell people to fuck off again, Chloe, like you used to. And she's like, Tristan told me the same thing. Oh. Tristan really grounds me. And I'm like, this <laughs> to me is more psychologically abusive than paparazzi and all that could ever be. Cause the call is coming from inside the house. Yes, This is somebody with your ear and your heart. And that to me is what you should be focusing on. Not anything about what any of the rest of us are saying, you know? 
Agreed. And you know, like from a woman's perspective, I've got to tell you, there is nothing more man trappy than a man who reminds you of your best girlfriend. Like you just, you trust that. What do you person. mean? Like, like, you know, she's like Malika and oh. uh, Tristan like said the same thing. And they're essentially alluding to how fact that they're similar. Like if you're, your boyfriend has characteristics of like your best female friend. Like it makes you love your boyfriend more because it reminds <laughs> you of that relationship. That's like your true and real relationship, you know? So I just feel I like, like when she yeah, said that I, that, I was like, oh shit. She's like, <laughs> really? But see, like that's like, tri- but that's Tristan gets, gets in on that. But to me, yeah. that is like, that's why you kind of do feel for Chloe because she's already, messed up about this but like how much more messed up are you going to be when the people that are closest to you mess with you so you can't you know coming or going you're kind of you know know. getting just fucked um so we go back oh wait no by the way this is the line of the whole show that i wanted to scream about chloe goes i think i need a therapist and i'm like you're not fucking going to therapy right what right But also, Ryan, she said her and Tristan were going to therapy in episode one. Oh, my God. You're right. And I was like, wait, what? I thought you Uh, were in therapy. I was like, girl, do not even say like you better get in there. Not like get better help on your phone. You can afford the $60 a month. This episode is brought to you by better. Yeah. By the way, better (laughs) help is a sponsor of this show uh, and very affordable. And I think Chloe, but Chloe, I don't even need like Chloe could afford right. Cream primo primo better help. Oh my Um, God. Yes. So it's just like do something if you're not actually in therapy. Yeah. Or like that, you know, I feel like that's irresponsible almost if you feel this bad. Um, we cut to Kim. She's studying for the bar at SNL, studying her lines and for the baby bar. Uh, she has this weird talking head look where she's like no neck all of a sudden. She's like the hair's yes. tight and she's like, looks like it's a weird, I don't know fashion I don't that know if well, it's but the it was blazer. The blazer yeah. shoulders, something's off. Um, Steph Shep and Tracy Romulus are in the car with her. Uh, they're going over to Amy Schumer's building. They go to her apartment. She's like, this is the place jokes, spot." Amy says, <laughs> um, she's like, so funny. Um, she, Amy wants to hear my final monologues and hear what she thinks. And Amy's like, writing jokes is my favorite thing in the world. My second favorite is stealing jokes from the internet. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> we, we cannot prove that. Um, and Amy said to Kim, Amy's like being really, uh, judicious. She's like, uh, you're the best at taking jokes, Kim. Like, you know, like you're really good at taking a joke. She's like, uh, I had to stop doing roast because it was so hurtful. I couldn't do it anymore. And you know, Amy's always funny and she's reading her jokes. And I always like this in terms of just people's process. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you know, this too, where you'll hear something, you'll be like, okay, that's funny. I don't think that's that funny. Like even in what you do, you're like, okay, that worked. That didn't yes. work. I like this kind of behind the scenes. Me stuff. too. Again, this is something I would watch in more detail. Like show me the process. Take me to the writer's room. Well, I mean, but no, but honestly, wouldn't that be amazing if you just had an hour long episode of her, just all the monologue, just working on the yes. entire monologue yes. from start to finish. And we the get, and by the way, Hulu does SNL. You could literally end the episode with the seven minute Kim monologue. And like that to me would be groundbreaking television. Yes. You know, absolutely. Um, So uh, there's one joke that they didn't end up using saying, I still struggle. It's really hard when I pee with this fashion. If R Kelly had to dress like me, he would have stayed out of trouble. (laughs) (laughs) 
They didn't use that. I know they didn't use those jokes, but again, like I liked the, I liked the jokes that Michelle Wolf put together. And those were very Michelle Wolf yeah. jokes. Like they were really sharp, but again, but I, I love that so content- many comedians were in on this. Like that's so many different voices that it must've been hard. Uh, the joke that I liked that was used was no one, no one could ever call me a gold digger. I don't even know what that's like. Let me ask Corey Gamble. Yes. I thought that was good. Love that and joke. Amy told her to pause for a laugh right there. Uh, so these were all funny. I thought the monologue speaks for itself. Um, and Amy was telling her certain things she didn't want uh, for the show. Uh, she's like, yeah, dude, you have 250 million followers. You know, uh, I just wanted some intimacy with the close friends. And that's why I did this, which they ended up using in the monologue. Yes, I love like, again, I loved seeing them riff like that. And really Amy giving feedback and riffing. But like, I didn't realize that she was the one that made that joke, too. And I loved yeah. that joke. I found that so cute. Like, is it to end everything? And then cut, by the way, but wouldn't you like, like, that's what I think sometimes we should organize or you not unionize, but some of us bloggers or I don't even know what we, what we call ourselves, what we do is like, we should like do little, not roasts, but we should do something where we challenge ourselves to write jokes for each other or something like we should sometimes do yes. like a, 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 a TikTok show or a, you know what I'm saying? We should like challenge ourselves of like doing like event. I don't know. Anyways, it's you know, it can be in the fun, you know, on weekend update on SNL, I think it's like at the end of every season where Michael Che and Colin Jost write yes, jokes write for jokes each other for each that other. they haven't that's read. So, we should like do that. That's one of my favorite bits of the whole <laughs> Me too. season. Yeah. It's um, so good. <laughs> so we go to Chloe's public access show over at James Corden <laughs> and uh, Chris, Chris comes in in the backstage. He's like, where's the star? Again, like, what is Chris on this episode? Chris is like, he chose you for the first show back with an actual audience. Do you hear that, <laughs> Chloe? She's like, the people are chanting Chloe, Chloe, Chloe out there. And then Chris goes, do you need another beta blocker? And I'm like, oh my God, she's literally just pushing drugs. And um, that moment of Chris, we can move on. But I just wanted to say it gave me massive like Lisa Rinna vibes. Oh <laughs> my God. Oh, oh my God. Do you know I saw the Beverly Hills premiere last night? The new what? season? Yeah, talk about we can talk about yeah, talk about Rinna. Rinna in the first 10 minutes, I was already like Rinna has one moment where I I just I almost broke my computer. It was it, you know, oh it was insane. my god. I need but that very Chris Jenner, very Chris Jenner. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're doing the thing like we have to have tough skins, blah, blah, blah. Chloe internalizes, she's different. And then of course, James Corden pops in and Chris is like fixing his tie. He's like real close, he's fixing his, she's like. Chloe's a little nervous, but you're going to make her feel better. Aren't you James? <laughs> like she's like, right. Like it's kind of weirdly. She's like, you're going to make her feel real good out there. Aren't you James? You're going to make her feel real funny. And he's like, yeah, none of these things, you know, it's more a reflection of them. Not us. You know, it's, it's more, no, you know, we're good. They're bad. The trolls. Oh and- my God. So much makes sense in the world of James Corden. When you hear him saying those things and look, I understand where he's coming from and what he's saying. And he's yes. trying to like chill everyone out, but it's like, James, read the room, babe. Like maybe, maybe goes, you send in the assistant for this one or something. He goes, these words only exist if if we give them power, you know, if we let them <laughs> penetrate our core. And I will say, I've seen James Corden let it penetrate his core many times because this fool responds to every mean Twitter comment. So mm-hmm. he lets it penetrate. Like this is bullshit coming from James Corden because he lets it penetrate a lot. <laughs> um, and then he goes, Chloe, you've won. Look, you're drinking champagne at 4 p.m. on a Monday. We've won. And uh, this is when I was like, rich people rule. Right. <laughs> 
And <laughs> Chloe's like, his speech makes me feel warm and fuzzy. I know he's talking to me, but I know he's also talking to himself. <laughs> and I need that on a loop. And then we see Chloe Kardashian on the show. Everybody's laughing. And then we get a shot of Chris in like a clear face mask giving a thumbs up, yeah. <laughs> like the karate, like Mr. Miyagi at the end of Karate Kid. Again, like, what is was happening? Like, it was like the moment, this is like the Olympics. Like this is like Chloe's huge moment. And it was just, it went over like gangbusters, you know? But and- you know what? Like, I will say this about Chris, like obviously her, she has all of her children, but it does appear on camera on the show, like, when she's with one of those children, it is the biggest, most yeah. important thing yes. going on in her life. Yes. Oh, to- I mean, listen, you, I, I like to joke about Chris, but because it's hysterical that she actually exists on this <laughs> earth, but it's, it is very impressive. I will say though, if you look in the background, there's like 40 semi bored people in the background. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, just like, yeah. <laughs> and there's, I just, the whole thing is just wild to me. Uh, I thought they should be playing like Mariah Carey's hero underneath it or something. Seriously. Afford that. Um, and then Chloe and I talking heads like, sometimes I do have to tell people to fuck off. <laughs> and uh, this is when I wrote no Kindle so far, no food. God so far. We're nope. good. Uh, we get this horrible song called I feel so free you and me. And then Courtney walks in or Chris walks into Courtney's place. And this whole scene uh, she's like, where's rain? And I was like, this kid like is like Mowgli where he just pops down from trees. <laughs> like, he's another one where I would like, he would just jump on your neck. I guess it. he's over at Scott's mm-hmm. and um, she's like, how's the doctor going? And Courtney's like awful. Um, Travis and I want to have a baby IVF and it hasn't been the most amazing experience. Um, and Courtney says, it's so rude when people are commenting online that I've been pregnant, that I look overweight and like, yeah, it is. But once again, it's like when you make money off of you Mm -hmm. and your look, you're going to get these kind of comments. The intense aspect of this, you guys, is that she does talk about the IVF and says that since she ate, like eats so clean and be careful about what she puts in her body, the IVF medicine put her into menopause and it acted as a contraception instead of helping them. And it also threw her into depression and being, this is a very, my mom thing to say, when I say like, I'm depressed, she'll be like, I've never seen you happier. And Chris goes, I've never seen you happier, Courtney. <laughs> and she's just Courtney's like, okay, well I'm depressed. And Chris goes, well, I gotta go. And- <laughs> okay. But again, I did the egg freezing thing. Those did you really? hormones. Yes. Yeah. I did it last October that. And so are they the in Canada freezing- or here? Here, here. They're also in Canada, but here. So IVF, like the initial thing is the egg freezing. That's where you're injecting yourself with all of the hormones and stuff like that. So that's what she's talking about. And like that shit fucks you up like your body. But to to what she was saying, it's like you're basically your body is simulating being pregnant. And so for it to be reversing her into menopause is that's so strange and scary. scary, It's so weird. I'm like, what the fuck did I just put in my body? (laughs) It really, wait, does that mean if you have, if you, the eggs are here, are they already American citizens? Oh my God. I don't know. Like for real. Like, I mean, if the eggs are here, we just got to fertilize them here. And then those are American citizen eggs, right? That has to be the case. Like it, yeah. It has to be, I mean, right? if I had a baby here, 
even with like, the did surrogate, you have to fill was, out any paperwork? Or, I, I mean, no. I don't know how that works. But if I had a baby here, like even though I'm Canadian, if I had a they child would be American, here, yeah. it would be American. Yeah. Dang. So I think those eggs are oh, interesting. All right. An American baby, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but Chris does reveal a story to Courtney that when she got pregnant in 1994, she had a miscarriage and it stopped her body from making anything. She was moody, depressed, and bloated and didn't feel well. Um, which is imagine that, which by the way, is how I feel all the time. Um, (laughs) so, uh, Courtney goes, we want it so badly. We want to make something together. And I do want to say this, I totally get this and I I think they will, and I hope they can, but I want to say that for all the people that choose not to have kids and, and I don't have kids. Uh, and, and I just like, you know, you can also choose to make a beautiful life together. You can, you know, there is, I totally get the sentiment of this, but also there are, you know, like this isn't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I this totally isn't like get it. the only way yeah. to find happiness. And I, again, to Chris's point, she's like, they both have children, but they want to make something together. So I understand it. But, you know, I always said this before I did the egg freezing thing, because basically you have to go to the doctor and they basically tell you at your age, like if you even have eggs. So there was this chance that like, I couldn't even have children and you like freak out because I want kids eventually. And, you know, I always said no matter what happened, like the conventional idea of a family has evolved and changed so much now. Like if I want to be a mom, I will be a mom, even if by definition, it wasn't me getting pregnant and having a child. So I think that's a great sentiment that people need to hold on to. And if you don't want to be a mom, that is also totally fair. You watch Summer House, right? Mm-hmm. Are your eggs older or younger than Lindsay's? Her, so she had 28 year age. old eggs. I didn't get an age, but I was like, I was very fertile. Like I could have done two rounds to get, because basically. You hear that? Not, she could have done two rounds, you guys. That's how I could have done two is. rounds, but no, this no, no, guy, no. This, she's like the female Tristan Thompson, right? There here. I she am. But is ready me. to have babies. The doctor was like, you will still, there's a high probability that you will get pregnant naturally. So I was like, all right moonwalk out of that office Shout out, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe uh the crushes that you're spying on on instagram you should uh, let them know but by the way ryan. she does this bit you guys on well i don't think it's better it's, it's not a bit it's ryan a, it's my she, real life she'll talk about like you know what is it what do you do it's like not spying but it's like uh you have a crush on instagram and list? you'll you'll give them a treat you give yourself a treat to like look at their stories or something yes so basically if i need to like do my job or like clean the dishes or whatever and i'm on my, you know we all fuck around on our phone. And I'm like, Oh my God, my crush has an Instagram story. I'm like, fold your laundry. And then you can look at the story. So I barter with myself. Do you judge <laughs> the Instagram story or do you always make like, wow, that's a genius Instagram. Story no, I love it. I love it. I love it. Sometimes I screenshot it. Like I'm full on crazy. Like my girlfriend driving to Coachella was like, we've gotta get you out of this like one particular guy that you have a crush on because he does not acknowledge my presence and why do also, i feel like it's like a skateboarder or something it's like not that. i feel like not. he's like look he's on a half pipe nice it's not he's not like cool or anything <laughs> but i'm just like i'm obsessed with him that's it's not even a crush anymore it's an obsession so pathetic. now I'm like, I'm now I'm trying to think like, I wonder who it could, is it like Shaquille O'Neal? Like, it is, is it like- no, like you will, you, I will send you his photo and you will be like, who is oh this? My God. I matched with him on hinge months ago and we just never talked, but he had his Instagram 
in his hinge, which should also be cringy. But then I, I, I wait. It's cringe. It's cringy to have your Instagram in your hinge. To some girls, they don't like it. Oh, I yeah. like it because, like, I'm wait, like, where is the fucking rule book for this stuff? Right? Everybody has these rules, and nobody writes the rule. Like, I there needs to be a rule book. Like, I want to follow rules. Going. You know, that could be our TikTok. not a bad idea. That's that could be our okay. TikTok. Um, Chloe, uh, they're at this weird designer showroom for their rich people houses. Chloe and Chris are built next to each other. And they're just looking at expensive rugs and doing roll tests. Mm -hmm. Chloe won't do a roll test where she rolls around on the make uh, the rug like Chloe, like Chris wants her to, because I imagine she has body makeup on her whole body. She has a tight bun, a tight bun. Chris is in Janet Jackson boots. She's like, Chris is rolling around. Chris is she's rolling about to around. Rhythm Nation. She, well, she does. She looks like she's in like full military gear at this point. Um, and then Chris is like, did you have fun at James Corden? It, it was so great. Did you read the tweets? Did you read the tweets? And she's like, I have. She's like, I have to read you a tweet. Here's a tweet. Excited to see Khloe Kardashian on James Car- Corden tonight and get high. <laughs> and that's the like that's the one that's that was the one that chris cherry picked for her of like this like, is a well, great this is one, a good chloe. one this is a really nice one There's- but also it's like <laughs> chloe's been spending the whole week talking about the aftermath <laughs> the anxiety the aftermath feedback gives her and chris is like did you read all the tweets like chris <laughs> Get it together, sister. Like, come on. Uh, Chloe has been doing this for a long, long. It's just that. Oh, yeah. So the thing that I kept, you know, is that Chloe's definitely Chloe's been doing this for so long. This is not new to Chloe. But what I Mm -hmm. think is interesting is that she's changed her physical appearance so much. And that's where I think a lot of this is coming from, too, because the body portion of this is like that's she worked her ass off. I, I really, truly believe she she gets on you know, gets in that workout at that gym yes. every day. It's just that the other things, which she gets knocked on for like Photoshop and actual, like her nose and the contact face, lenses. Yeah. And- like those are the stuff that like, it's like, okay, but you got to understand, like, it's such a shock to us sometimes that it is going to get commented on. Um, but I don't know. So they talk about, they're not going to build a chicken coop in their mansion. Cause it smells. Um, and then Chris goes, we're going to have the time of our lives living next to each other. <laughs> And which, by the way, remember when they did the take Miami, like Mm -hmm. Courtney and Chloe take Miami, they should have uh, Chris Chris. and Chris and Chloe take Take Calabasas where where they just live next to each other and they borrow like again, that is a show like give me a Golden Girls vibe. I would watch it. I want to see Chris have her nightly cigarette with her martini like that is the show I need to see and possibly be on. (laughs) Um, We're back in New York. Uh, pink outfit. Kim's all in the pink outfit for promo mm-hmm. shoots that we'd seen these promo shoots. Um, she's like the table read was yesterday. People were reading so fast and doing accents and energy, which I just love. She's like, I had none. And people were doing it so fast. People were reading so fast. And, um, she, she's on the phone with Courtney and basically Courtney's like, I'd love to be there to film with you, but I, you know, Travis and Scott, and it's a nice scene where they tell each other they love yes. each other. And I will say there's one pre-taped sketch with Chloe, which we see in the actual show. And I do love that they threw Chloe a bone because you know, Chloe likes to consider herself the funny. Yes. Girl. Yes. Um, I liked that sketch and AD Bryant was so funny in it. And I love that. I also love the order, order, order in the Courtney. Yeah, I love yeah. That. yeah, the people's, the people's court. court. Yeah. <laughs> um, they talk about the sex tape joke, and uh, she's in another makeup room, and she's like, "I've been in this game long enough. I want to say things I would actually say. Go out, you know, with there with my 
gut, stick to it and do what I planned on doing. And, you know, she's like, I've been to SNL before, but never as a host. And we're putting in 24 hour days here. Um, there's no breaks, nothing, no time. I've never experienced anything like this before. I just want to focus and be good on SNL. And we cut to a 2007 footage of an interview. I think like an Access Hollywood or something about, mm-hmm. you know, and then she's like, you know, Tracy's like, I want, you know, remember your publicist, you told her you wanted to be on the cover of Cosmo and you're like, she was like dream realistically. And now you're Mm -hmm. hosting SNL. And this is when her makeup artist makeup by Mario Mario starts crying because she's like I remember meltdown (laughs) I remember how you were your first like talk show as a guest and you were so excited and you know this vision and you know this is very you know I would almost be more emotional about Mario's story of like because we find out that he stuck with Kim Mm -hmm. when his makeup agency said you know she's just a reality star don't do that and he said fuck off and stuck with her to me that was inspirational you know like Kim is like I I felt so good for Kim in so many ways that sometimes I'm like I almost love Mario's story a little story a little bit more of like that moment of he was probably bigger than Kim at one point yeah or like more in demand and he stuck with her and I thought that was really nice and I, I just think it speaks you know I've said this probably on your podcast too but so many times like I have never heard anything from a professional level negative about Kim I've heard she's yes. one of the best same, people same, to work with same. from a professional perspective same. and I feel like she has had to have been that way from the beginning for all of these people to commit to her at such an early stage. Like nobody could have imagined this. Right. So like she, what was she doing or how was she showing up that like people were like, yes, I'm in this with you. Like there, there just has to be something there. And again, it's like this loyalty thing, right? Cause she also rewards all of her friends as a result of it. And her family is being rewarded too. But I always, am just like, there nobody's ever getting out. Nobody's ever no. getting out. No, there's a, you don't. Yeah. And, and if you, Chloe, do, you ain't like, getting out, I'm so sorry. I mean, it's like people get out like Larza, you know, and that's yes. like Larza is dying to get back in. Dying. Uh, which, by she the way, Larza hung out with Scott. Yes. yes. Insane. And by the way, dumb, like Scott always does dumb little moves like that, that I think mm-hmm. are potentially dangerous. Uh, anyways, we finally start wrapping up with they talk about the divorce sketch. And, uh, he's, she's like, I'm afraid of hurting people's feelings. And I would never go into one of these things going to make fun of their, my children's father. The divorce is so sensitive for Kanye. And she's like, maybe I can talk to Chris and find out something different. And Tracy says, well, yeah, it shouldn't be disrespectful to him. Now, did you notice the little cameo by Lindsay? Uh, Of course, Ben Affleck's ex. Ben Affleck's ex who works as the uh, talent booker on SNL. And she's like, okay, well, you know, let's just put it on its feet and see what it's like. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought that was interesting. Then we cut to Chloe and Chris landing in New York and we're so excited to be there. Chloe's FaceTiming true. And Chris is like, get off the phone now. Get off the phone. Seriously. He's like, and Chris is like, I need (laughs) you right now. And I'm on a schedule. And then she tells the driver, she's like, sir, can I ask you to leave us alone for five minutes? And I'm like, okay, let's go. And Chloe's like, did somebody fuck up? Is this a crisis? Here we go. And then Chris is like, close the trunk, close (laughs) the trunk. And then Chloe's like, mom, you, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Come on. And the trunk finally gets closed. And then she's like, okay. I'm going to put you on the phone with Travis Barker from Blink, from Blink-182. <laughs> from Blink-182. And um, she's like, uh, 
they call and he's like, you know, we secured the day, you know, and it's like available <laughs> next, available next weekend. I just love, I love your daughter so much. And I believe she's my soulmate. And I would like to propose her on the day that I first met her. And, and Chloe's like, I'm literally crying and I do not cry. I, I don't cry because I'm happy. I don't experience happy crying. And then Chris is like, he's doing SNL next week. And then he's going to fly home because the ring is ready. And Travis is like, Santa Barbara so good to us. We love Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're so happy. <laughs> and I was like, this is what Chris was rude to the driver for, for this beautiful, happy moment of like, sir, get the fuck out. Seriously. Um, like Chris went ham and poor, like again, <laughs> sweet, sweet Chloe, just the most empathetic cancer yeah. ever. Like, can I tell you, this is the scene where I found Chloe the most beautiful. She looked no really pretty in this scene. She, and she had no very, makeup on. She looked mm-hmm. really good. Um, so, uh, and Travis goes, I've never felt better or more sure about anything in my life. I'm like, awesome. And then they get out the phone and Chris says to have this secret between Travis me and Chloe, we are so excited. Cause I like Chris really gets off on a secret, like to she have does. this secret. I bet Chris has so many secrets and, um, and then that was it. And then the okay, next but time no, the wait, 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 yeah, did you catch? She's like, can you believe da, da, da. And then she's like, okay, we can go. And the car yeah. was like, was the driver in the car? The driver in there, sir, I had asked you to leave and you were here this and whole now time. Cool with it? Like what's happening? <laughs> um, so next week's episode, you guys is the actual SNL, I think. Yes. So yes. we'll probably we'll get rhymes with feet. Um, yep. maybe we see, uh, then Travis, we see some like big, like rush, like everybody's on the freeway to get there to surprise Courtney to watch this. And, uh, Kendall and Kylie are like, mom would be so pissed if we ruined the surprise. And, and I mean, you know, that that is just something that's going to be a, to be continued, like Kendall yes. and Kylie driving at the end of next episode. And supposedly I believe that this same weekend of SNL is when, Kanye went and flew the next day, I think, to get, to get the, the hard drive. Tape. Yeah. So that should be in the next like couple of weeks as well. Uh, and finally, let well, no, you know what? You got to go tomorrow. Where no, are you going? talk. Well, no, I just wanted to say real quick, the Kardashians, which I almost feel like they're filming the second season already, which I think they are. Mm-hmm. But I think this Black China trial is part of the season because they all Ooh. showed up for court on Monday for jury selection. And we saw these really rough looking courtroom sketches which are just hysterical. Like, in fact, I They're think we so should. Good. We got to get those framed. Like, I mean, those would look like good art. And uh, the if court- only we had time, I would get a courtroom person for the podcast art to sketch <laughs> us. <laughs> Look, I mean, at this point, like, what? Why are we still doing courtroom sketches? And what Who are we knows? hiding? Like, what? I mean, like, why don't we just take some photos? Like, at this point, it's almost more ridiculous that we're drawing these things. I don't understand. I don't understand either. But did you see the tweet? <laughs> I saw it today, and I don't remember who said it. So I'm so sorry I can't source. But someone was like, you know, like Chris got somebody new to do the sketches today because there's like the way Black China looks today versus the original ones and the Kardashians <laughs> look. It's like shifted. Yeah. And so they're just like, you know, Chris got in there and hired a new courtroom yeah. sketch artist. <laughs> they, they now own that courtroom sketch yeah. artist. Um, but basically what what is like the trial itself, you guys, some crazy stuff is coming out. Um, and it's just, it's really interesting, but it t- totally like, listen, I... I I'm sorry. I think this is just a really horrible money grab from black China, really just stupid. And her mom, Tokyo, Tony, where, where it's very funny. She mm-hmm. did say some really gnarly crap on an IG live and outside of the courtroom. And, and so she wasn't allowed back in the courtroom. She got kicked oh, out. Child. And 
I just think this is very, I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not down with this lawsuit, even though I'm all for people taking money from the Kardashians if they earned sure. it. But like, but I it's don't like, know. The, first of all, it's like over what? A hundred million dollars. She's asking. She, from- she said, she said, Robin China was one of the biggest shows ever in the history of shows. And she's like, you create, like you didn't let us have another season. And I'm like, no, I, I love this shit. And I, I barely watched an episode. Yes. Same. And it just wasn't my cup of tea, but also how lazy do you have to be where Rob, this is partly you and you don't even show up. Like yep. your sisters are all Courtney showed up on her birthday to jury selection. And, Rob and then did you up. see the other TMZ headline of like, she was like, I put a gun to his head and wrapped an apple cord around his neck as a joke. She goes, as a joke, which is like that is, guys, when you think about it, it is pretty funny. Like it is LOL. Like I've had, you know, a lot of the times I've actually shit myself when guns have been put to my head and been looking back. I think it's really funny. No, like, oh, it's just a joke. I, I've I never reacted. Yeah. That's why I said. Black China should host the Oscars. Will Smith would try <laughs> shit. You're like, this girl has a gun on stage. Um, but it's so bizarre that that whole lawsuit, but the fact that they showed up there makes me think that they are filming for the reality show. Hell yes. They are like, great. Let's show up. This is a storyline. But I also love the aspect of that, just of like the strong family unit, but also of like, yeah, we we ride together, we die together. Bad mm-hmm. Kardashians for life, you know. Like <laughs> we will show up to, fu- to to take this lawsuit down, you know. Yes, take your brother's name out, out your <laughs> fucking mouth. <laughs> oh, by the way, Red Table Talk. I think returned today, which I I don't. I okay, yeah. And they said returned. that they will do. There was some headline where it was like Jada says Will will come on when the time is right. This, I'm telling you, this lady, doing- this lady will go through and this lady will go through anything to embarrass this man for the rest of his life. Will, why don't you will be a nice gift to will to not have him on? Like, just don't like just, we, you know, let him let him mend, you know. Right. Let us all heal. Uh, Only on Lex Nico. You are amazing. You are going on vacation tomorrow. Well-deserved. You'll also be on the Dumois podcast, which we all love. Yeah. Uh, also recently, you last time you were here, you're talking about the surprise. And then we found out it was, you were taking over E's Snapchat mm-hmm. channel and you actually were an E host. Is there anything more in the works? Cause you did great. Uh, so Thank you. do we have more in the works? What's going on? Uh, not right now. Have a bit of a busy, I, I shockingly, I have a real job. I work for Pinterest. Now, see, dude, I know you work for Pinterest and I was like, which is my mom's favorite app, but like, um, <laughs> that inspired on me on Facebook. Like, how do you do it all? I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I don't know. I hop on it. You know, does 10 Pinterest ever go like, say, does Pinterest ever go like, we saw you too much on TikTok today? No, Let's- no. They, I disclose everything that I do through our lawyers and we're all good, but I'm, I'm a bit busy with work, but I don't know. There's, We'll you have see, to have the lawyers know. watch your TikToks? Well, I had to submit all my social media. Yeah. Because I do. I speak on behalf of Pinterest, right? So yeah, yeah. I had to go through all of that. But, you know, I mean, I'm not doing anything out here that's crazy. No, no, no. I didn't mean like that. I'm just like, <laughs> can you imagine if like, I just can't imagine if I'd have to pass like my memes that I think are funny to somebody. And they're like, I don't get it. I, this is fine. You can release it. I just don't think it's funny. You know, like that would be, that would be worse than them saying, I yes, couldn't that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to, I just like throwing it out there and then disappear. You just you know? have like, Amy Schumer showing up every time you make a meme and you're like, mm, maybe don't like, say no, that. I don't like it. This is okay. Um, what else uh, do we have coming up though to promote? Like, is there anything happening? No, just, you know, me. It's Lex Nico on, on yeah. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Instagram. TikTok and Insta and 
just, yeah, I'm, I'm doing these, these podcasts have me on at any time. Dude, I'm saying we got to create our own thing, man. I'm telling you, I, will I, think I about feel it. very strongly there. If you, I'll think about it. Yeah. No, no, no I mean, I like, think about me, a concept, about a concept. With, uh, my lawyers, but I, I think we about work great concept. together. This is good. Not, um, I, will, I will hands down do a podcast to you, but like, I, let's make it a theme. Good luck with uh, the guy. I hope he posts some good Instagram I know. stories this week. Guys, on vacation. everybody, please um, find out who Lex. my crush is and cast a spell. Make him fall in love with me. <laughs> uh, you're the best, Lex, and have the best the vacation best. ever. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Betches.